welcome to episode of 400 with of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi. The big 400. That's right. The 400 episode spectacular, kids. You ready? Uh-huh. Ready for the, the, the 400 face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just mean you can make it any creepier. All right. <laughs> hey. Want to hear 400 episodes and plus four? It's more than 400, actually. It's more like 450 sometimes, I think. We had those super secret episodes and and the you know movie spectacular episodes. And, That's right. Still, yeah. So we're really over 400. Right. But if you're counting, this is the big 400. Don't worry. This will be good to you. It's 400. 400 episodes a year. Pure listening pleasure. <laughs> Filling those ear holes up with this laughter of medicine. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> so so anyway Ed, how's your week been um you know i've i i didn't do too much but i did a few things because more more i'm i'm trying to learn things about like technology and computers and you know boring stuff that most people don't care about you know because there's sometimes you you have to question like what you do like after a while I'm like am i still doing the right thing like am i still going in the right direction with things so i kind of have to relearn some things that i haven't done in you know 20 some years or you know 10 years or something like that so that that's the kind of things i've been doing um i did i did watch a couple things i watched a couple documentaries and uh uh, you know of course i saw falcon and winter soldier episode two which i'm sure we're going to talk about yeah um but uh first i want to start off with last week i mentioned a movie and i was kind of like you know what i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna try this movie out and I had no clue about it, but it sounded like it's a sci-fi kind of movie. And I'm like, you know, and it was came out on Blu-ray last week. It was called Cosmo Ball. <laughs> okay. No, nothing about it. But the I saw the trailer of it, and it looked interesting. You know, it looked it looked you know sci-fi. It's kind of like a it's a game that's played because of like the the fate of Earth is you know in the hands of this game and that kind of thing. So I'm like, ooh, you know, like you know, and the, the special effects looked pretty like familiar so i'm like you know i'm thinking hey you know what i'll give this a shot you know it's kind of like maybe another it's maybe generic kind of movie but i you know maybe get into it and all and um yeah uh (laughs) i only watched about 10 minutes so far i'm not saying it's i'm not saying it's terrible but it's not really good first off it's it was in russian which i didn't know you can get the english you could put the english uh, uh version of it uh you know um uh, the you know, uh, uh, you know the the you, you, well, you, you not the not subtitles? not subtitles. You can actually have the English audio. That's what the word I was looking for. The English audio of it because at first it comes as Russian with English subtitles. So I pushed the English audio on on it, and I'm watching this thing. And first off, you should turn off if, if you're gonna watch it. Don't watch it with the subtitles because the subtitles and the the audio are two different things. They're close, but they're not. Like basically, if you watched it with the subtitles and you watch it with the audio, it's slightly different. You know, like and it's not like big differences. It's just little like word translation differences. But it's just like, hey, you didn't say that. Like <laughs> that's what it's not written. You know, like you know. So so I I it was after a while. I was like, you know what? I I'm gonna have to save this for another day. I'm definitely gonna watch it. You know, I'm I'm, I'm gonna try this week. You know, type of thing. I had other things on my mind. So I was I was. 
not really into this, you know, to watch it, you know, kind of thing. It's something I should should give it a fair shake because I wanted to try this. I didn't, like I said, I wanted to, I'm always trying to find new things and all to try out. So I was like, okay. So though I I figured, you know what, I was was doing too much with the technology stuff and that was kind of, you know, giving me the overload. So I said, you know, I'm going to put that on pause. I I wouldn't recommend the movie right now. (laughs) I mean, if you see it for cheap and you want to try it out, you know, it looks pretty good. The side, the special effects kind of reminded me of Justice League in a way, uh, like some of the uh, not really. Yeah, I guess Justice League because some of it's like cartoonish and some of it's real. Like there's there's the the, the there's there, there's like uh, human actors. So they're, you know, Earth actors. They're the ones and there's an alien races that are amongst us basically living okay. in this like uh, future where the moon gets destroyed and you know our our planet's des- devastation there's mutants and that kind of thing so it's a it's a total you know uh, uh kind of like almost star trekian type of planet in a way you know kind of thing and earth is kind of in shambles and and people are living in weird ways and they're kind of showing that off let me say that for 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 a Russian movie, it was a really good budget, I have to say, because some of these some of these sets and sceneries that they only show like a few minutes up so far was like wow, like that's a big pro- like you know it's like that's a lot of production to put into it. I mean, some of the you could tell like it's like sound staging, green screening kind of thing, but some of them were like these boats in the middle of a of a, of a ocean, and they're all living on these boats, and they're watching this game called Cosmo Ball play out. That's the you know hence the name, and but the the ships like you can tell like like they were done up you know built in a certain way and all kind of thing and it what did you could tell it was like actually in an, like on an ocean or or you know or in a lake or something like that so it, you know it, it gave you that um you know like it's not fake you know kind of <laughs> i yeah. i don't explain it but uh, like i said like 10 minutes of it's like hey you know that the production's not bad you know the 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 the, the screenwriting's eh, but i mean cuz yeah, it's it's a russian movie so like the translations not like you know translating too well type of thing with the audio so i was getting kind of tired of it so i was like i'll I'll move on to something else but i do i did watch uh two documentaries one was called double dare uh i recommend this one um you know you you're a big wonder woman fan of the 70s right with linda carter yes i am okay well her stunt woman and zoe bell which we know from the kill bill movies and uh right she's famously uh, uma thurman's uh body double stunt yes, double. yes yeah and she's actually has like a little bit of a movie career on her own because of her fame as being uma thurman's stunt woman right exactly okay so it's it's basically this movie is about stunt women in general but the two of them that's why it's called double dare it shows like, you know, when the Wonder Woman days and how it's kind of started in the 70s and how, you know, uh, it, 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 was, it was a 2005 documentary. So, you know, it's 16 years old now at this point, but it, sh- it showed up to where uh, they were filming Kill Bill um, to that point. And Zoe Bell was, of course, at first she was Xena Warrior Princess. She was uh, Lucy Lawless's stunt double on the okay. show. So that's how she got her start in uh, uh New Zealand and uh she she lived there she you know she was uh you know she got the she got the job and you know she worked as a stunt double that's kind of got her start and then she came to uh California for a convention um for Xena Warrior Princess because there's a lot of you know Xenites out there in, in America and they had this big convention back in the day like towards the end of the the you know when they you know the uh, end of the the show um so she, when she she met up with 
uh, uh, and uh, Jesus, <laughs> I got to look up her name. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, the 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 stunt double the stunt double for um, um, Linda Carter. Linda Carter, yeah. Uh, um, she she basically took her under her wing, you know, and and took her to a. After that was like there was a day, the first annual stunt person uh, awards. Uh, uh, kind of thing, and they had all the a lot of the uh, big celebrities there, you know, that you know, action movies and stuff like that, so that way they can, uh, um, uh, you know, help out. Because basically, the, which something I really didn't know for the most part was like some of these award shows are more just like benefits for, um, uh, uh, uh what do you call it, um. Uh, to raise money basically for them because like some people like they don't really have like insurance per se or you know no, like, yeah, it's a tough job to have a union labor union with health benefits and all when your main job is to throw yourself off a building yeah uh so it's uh genie El- elper is uh was uh linda carter's uh stunt double and uh you know so they they basically show the progression that goes back and forth between the two because it showed when you know she was work uh, uh, Zoe Bell was working on Xena and the stuff she had to do and and what what uh, uh, Jeannie you know I mean it 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 showed a little bit of of um, uh, Wonder Woman but then it moved on to like current day kind of thing because she's still she was still doing stuff she's in her sixties and she, back then and, and she's probably in her seventies now but she you know she's she was still doing stuff like you know and she was more like more of a coordinator per type of uh, stunt person where she would be in on a set with a with a team of people and they would she would give her advice and stuff like that but she's like Jeannie was more of an advocate for stunt women in the business because. A lot of times they're not getting their fair shake on uh, doing their job, you know, kind of thing. Like the men get more recognition than the women did. And she was kind of doing that in the best way without being like overly um, uh, political about it. You know, trying to trying to, you know, you see her like doing little jabs here and there, like asking this question. What about this? You know, what about that? You know, kind of thing. But it wasn't like overpowering. She wasn't being um, because she still has to work. And that's the thing. Like, I don't think. If she's too strong, she comes off too strong with that stuff. I don't think she would have, you know, got a lot of jobs, you know, because last, last last job she was doing one of the one of the, the Fast and Furious movies. She was she was a stunt driver for a Fast and Furious movie. So you know, I was like, wow, that's that's neat, you know. And so it's it's it was interesting. Like I said it was it was on. I found it on Plex. I think it's on Tubi. There's like any of the any of the streaming services you can find this this documentary is called Double Dare. Um, it was like I said, okay. 2004, 2005, uh, timeframe, uh, I'm looking on by and DB just to see it's at 2004. So, um, yeah, I, I enjoy it. I recommend it. It's like an hour and a half, you know, it's not even an hour and a half. So it was, uh, it was a good watch. And then the other documentary was actually a series and I didn't realize it was, I had to pay for it. You get the first one for free and the rest you had to pay for it. It was on Peacock. It was about John Wayne Gacy. Um, uh, uh look it up real quick. But it, 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 I saw the first episode, and I was, I was like, wow, I might, might have to get Peacock now, just, <laughs> just to, just to watch this because, because it, like, he's, he's being interviewed. He was interviewed in '92, which I don't know, like, I don't know if it saw light of day or whatever. But this guy in New York, when he saw these murders going on in Chicago, he basically wrote to Gacy and started to have a kept writing to him over and over again and finally after so many years 
he Gacy wrote back and they started uh, like talking back and forth through letters. And then like he would actually talk to him on the phone and he goes, sometimes I've talked to him four or five days a week, you know, just talking to him about the cases and stuff. And finally he asked if he, you know, like, I I don't know who asked who, but it was like, they wanted to interview uh, each other. It was called John Wayne Gacy, the devil inside a devil in disguise. It was called. And, um, yeah, the first episode was was intriguing because you you sit down with John Wayne Gacy. It's not like you know they're talking about him and you're speculating and they're based on what their evidence finds, blah blah blah. Like he's talking to them firsthand, and the they basically keep, the guy this guy from New York coordinated it with the FBI at the time. He was like the first like serial killer profile. Like apparently this guy, uh, I forget the, tech, the the FBI agent's name, but he's the one that coined the phrase serial killer. You know, back in the seventies. Okay. So he was he so he was trying to build up profiles for classes basically for future FBI profilers to understand the this thing. So in ninety two he got the opportunity, him and this other guy from New York got the opportunity to interview John Wayne Gacy. You know, so now they, you know, it, it goes on beyond just the two of them talking to him because he also talked to the police officers that followed him around and stuff that like of course, this is back in 1978 when this the, the these murders happened in the 70s, you know, kind of thing. So, you know, like unless you like intently remember everything about it, you know, a lot of people don't. Uh, they just hear that name and they go, "Oh yeah, you know, he's he was a creepy guy." Well, it, it's uh, I was watching a TV show on Netflix and it's called Mindhunter. Um, I think I know the person you're trying to the name you're trying to think Holden Ford and Bill Tench. Um, it's basically the plot of the show is set in the 1970s. Two FBI agents are tasked with interviewing serial killers to solve open cases. And it really is. It's like the birth of the, the profiler mm-hmm. in a way. Um, I forget which one either. Cause they do talk to, um, they do talk to a They don't think they, they don't bring in like a, um, a John Wayne Gacy type. Mm-hmm. I think that there is. I'm looking here, like like top series cast because you mentioned. I'm like, I remember kind of watching something like that. What you're talking about? They also have like uh, the girl from uh, Fringe, uh, Anna to- Torv. She's in it too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it was really really good. So um, so did you? Are you gonna get the? Uh, are you gonna get Peacock so you can finish watching it? I might, and like I said, it's like like I'm gonna get the probably the commercial version like for five bucks or whatever, maybe watch like a month or to get a two month or two of it or something like that just to watch this because the, the series is out on Peacock, so you can get the whole thing now if you want to. But of course, you have to pay for it, so that's the thing. Like like I I'm I'm enthralled because like like he is like he he's you know and and that's the thing I think the draw for him is he's, he's a very charming man. I mean like just to watch him. Well, yeah, they say that a lot about. You know, serial killers. Oh yeah, but I mean, like you, you like. So far, I haven't seen. Like, I'm hoping they give an outburst. Like, they just push his buttons and he goes crazy. You know, kind of thing. Because that's because let's face it. That's that's what you're really looking for in when you're watching these serial killer things and they're talking to the serial killer. You's like, you want to see that crazy moron like when you saw uh, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, the guy from California. Um, uh, damn it. Uh, the uh, Ted Bundy? No, 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 no. Uh, the one from the sixties uh, killed Sharon Tate. Um, oh, uh, Charles Manson. Charles Manson. He I gave mean, he that killer, but he was involved in it. 
Right. Well, he was. It was his <laughs> cult that killed his cult sure. clan that killed the the those those people. There was another. There was other other people that were killed besides Sharon Tate. But, right. But the thing is, is that like he 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 see you could see the devil in. In, in, in him, he. Oh yeah, you look at one, look at him, you go, that guy looks fucking batshit crazy. You know, and he and he gives it to you, like he'll, he'll like I've seen interviews with him, and he's he'll do that, you know, kind of thing. And I know it's like some of it's an act for him, like because it's like like I think he's been put on the spot so many times that he's like, it's like a performance piece, like yep, okay, the monkey will dance again. Here you go, right. you know, like right. and give it to you. But at least like you see that that you could see that like his eyes like change in a way and you're like ooh like i got the chills now like thank you <laughs> <laughs> like that's what i wanted you know like and you move on then that's cuz that's the come on let's let's see here cuz you 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 see this normal guy and you're like oh yeah he seems really nice he's you know cuz he, he like the, the they were setting up the interview and he's they're taping him already and the, he's talking like he's he knows the interview's you know going to happen and all and he's talking to the talking to him was like well all right how's this sound you know like 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 a normal person like like he's more concerned about how he's presented to like he's presenting himself to the world like if i put my head down can you still hear me you know like stuff like that like little things that you would you know like like it's like you know like i don't want to embarrass myself on camera you know kind of thing and that's like right. that was more important to him than the fact that like you know like yeah we're going to talk about 33 murders that <laughs> <laughs> that you you know you were convicted of you know like like to me it was like hey is, is this all right you know if i do this you know like you know like 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 are you getting my best side like like that was more important to him than you know like the 33 murders that he committed you know like that's like wow that is creepy but you go yeah i want more <laughs> so I, I might go you know i might uh, uh order it this week and uh, and watch the rest of the series because it was it was it was good uh, you know like i said the first episode it just got to the point where they found the bodies and you're like wow like you know and how uh, they found the bodies okay. it's like Oof. so but it was good i i recommend it um but how about you what did you do this i know we're going to get to falcon one of soldier but i'm sure maybe you're going to have some other things that you'd like to s- discuss I, I actually had a pretty busy, or had a full week, Ed. Yeah. Most of the last 48 hours were more full than the rest of the week. During the week, it's mostly work, 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 you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, But I did do, I did watch a few things. Um, let me just get my notes because I had to make sure I watch notes. Um, <clears throat> first of all, if you have Amazon Prime, you need to start watching Invincible. It's a cart- superhero cartoon TV show. That was created by the guy Robert Kirkman, uh, the guy who created The Walking Dead. Okay. Okay. To kind of give you a, a kind of an idea, it's basically a kid uh, finds out that his dad's like a, a superhero, uh, a la Superman, and that he comes into terms with trying to become a superhero himself because he finds out. Not only does he find out that he his dad is a superhero, but that he will has latent genes that that appear. And he tries to adjust becoming a superhero. Now you think, like, oh, that sounds very nice. Why am I bringing this to the show? Because it's written, it's created by the guy who created The Walking Dead. There is this moment. The show is about, like, 45 minutes long. So it's almost an hour. Mm-hmm. Me, think The Boys meets The Walking Dead. I mean, not The Walking Dead, but The, the Boys meet, like, any kind of the Justice League, in a way. Um, what I mean is, there's a moment in... 
the show, you're like, I'm watching the first episode. I'm like, oh, okay, we well, you know what? This is actually not bad. It's a good story. It's intriguing. There's like some really, it's, I think it's going to be like wholesome. I should have known that that wasn't going to happen because the last five minutes of the episode, they kind of do like, there's almost like a button after every episode so far. So like after the first, like, you know, created by Robert Kirkland and, and you know, here's some voiceover. They cut to like the next scene that's going to link this overarching storyline between or for the first season and i don't really want to spoil it for anybody but i can tell you for like the last five minutes of the episode my mouth hung open and was like holy shit holy shit what holy crap like it was just mind-blowingly awesome what happened i mean it was just like i can't believe this is actually going on here like this is pretty good uh, so if you get, if anybody has Amazon Prime, definitely check out Invincible. Like you, you think it's a cartoon, you're thinking nothing of it, but it is well one well written, two well acting. I mean the voice work on it is is phenomenal because um, you know you get real actors. Um, well, not not the, not that voiceover people are fake actors, but you have uh, like Stephen Yen from The Walking Dead. A lot of Walking Dead actors actually were part of the um, voiceover cast. I'm just going to. Uh, Invincible. There you go. Uh, J.K. Simmons is in it. You know that's you know mm-hmm. J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, Sandra O. Oh is Debbie Grayson. Uh, Zazie Beetz is in it. Uh, they have Jillian Jacobs. The whole cast is really really good. Um, Walton uh, Goggins. He was the bad guy in Justified. Um, also Zachary Quinto's in it. Like it's really just a really well well made show. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. Uh, that's that's what I started off with um, this week because I was like, all right, I mean, I, I saw it and I heard about it and I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm kind of interested in it. Um, but like I said, I didn't want to spoil it for anybody, so definitely go and and watch it yourself. Uh, I also saw. I got you right. I did see Winter Soldier. Um, the show is really, really good. I like the, the, um, I'm going to put it this way, the social justice aspect of it. Mm-hmm. The, the, um, like, I mean, let's face it, I, I was pissed off when <laughs> Sam was getting racially profiled by the cops. I was like, what? It, it adds this really nice, more depth to just, you know, like, uh, not only Bucky's character, but also they introduced the, 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 african-american captain america back in the korean war you know i'm like oh they're going they're they're taking some really deep cuts here to go through like the lineage of captain america and and the history of just that that character itself yeah i was like all right i, I really really appreciate i really like the episode um but before i go keep you on what did you think of the episode yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, you know, it, it, you know that the profiling thing kind of put it more grounded, more into reality. You know, kind of thing what's going on. Right, like even after five fucking years of a blip, you know that no matter what happens when, when the world gets back to normal, people still treat it like shit. Yeah, <laughs> like really. Uh, I also think it brings up an interesting conversation about the idea of the this faction that think that says we should go back to the way it was during the blip. When half the population was gone, we seem to have gotten better. We got along better then than we do now, mm-hmm. and that's something that uh, this group wants it to go back to that way. I thought that was that was an interesting take because you never hear. We didn't know the positives of the 
of the blip as they or the snap, depending on who, who, how you want to look at it. Like Thanos kills half the population of Earth, and you're like, oh my god, that's so horrible. But the people who lived through it were like, yeah, but we made the world better because of it, and now it's back to like you fucking Avengers ruined it for everybody. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like ah, oh, you know what? I never really think of it that way. You never really think of the repercussions of doing a good deed. <laughs> yeah, you know? like yeah, we saved the universe, fucking bastards. <laughs> like why'd you do that? You know how much more leg room I had in the in the bed, or how much more. How how easier it was for me to get my commute to work when half the buses are empty? <laughs> There's not much demand anymore. Food was easier to get, you know. Like we could feed the hungry, you know. Like it's like yeah, Thanos was right. Our, we were able to conserve energy, feed the hungry, clothe the poor. It was awesome. The new Avengers had to go back in time and ruin it for everybody. <laughs> Cause you wanted somebody else. <laughs> You're right, you because you you were sissies. <laughs> you wanted to save. You can't you always gotta be the hero. <laughs> you know what's not heroic? Not to share my food again with somebody. <laughs> can't you can't eat a whole pizza by myself anymore because now I ain't got share it with everybody else in the house. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was having some fun, but no. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed the episode. I'm glad you did as well. Um, I still think the new Captain America is kind of a jerk. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like he's he's. Uh, it's weird to see him because it's like really like I thought they would have gave him the super soldier serum, and I'm thinking, well, maybe they did, and they just don't don't damn real real that yet. You know, because right. I think that messes with his brain. You know, in, in a way. Um, that you know and that's the thing like like you you kind of get the type of of person he is john walker is you know because his ideals of uh you know america is different than captain america's and that's what you have to like look at you know it's similar the ideals but his is more you know like i'll do anything it takes you know not to you know you know not i'm not going to save everybody like i'm just going to save like right the right people and that's like the that's the idea like you have to always look at you know like like he's not you know um all there you know sometimes and that's the that's the idea so that's i think that you know so like there is hints that maybe he will get the super soldier serum and and we'll see that you know in this in this year you know in this in the next few episodes i i guess you know kind of thing i don't know i'm i'm just speculating at this point i've been watching a lot of people <laughs> I've watched a lot of people because I can't watch the show until Saturday. So I, of course, I'm trying to be the good husband and not watch it. But I watched, I like, I don't care if you spoil it for me. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me in the least because when you spoil it, it doesn't really give you the correct context. When you, when right. you, when you talk about an episode and all and blah, blah, blah. And then this happens and this happens and you're going, yeah, but when you see it firsthand, it's completely different than when people talk about it. It's just, it's, it's still that shock to sure. me. For me, anyway, it's still that shock. Like, oh my god, like wow, that was, that was, you know, that was impactful, or this was, or I see meaning in something, and you know that that maybe you know was like glazed over when somebody's talking about it, and that's that's how I see it. So, I'm gonna, so I'll watch the, I'll watch the, you know, people like all the Easter eggs that you would see in this show. Blah blah. blah. I'm like, okay, I'm in, you know. 
I'll I'll find out what's going on, <laughs> you know. <Right>. And so <laughs> I I kind of get that history before I watch the episode, which which really makes me feel better because then my wife asks me questions and I can answer. Well, them. You sound like real super smart. <laughs> exactly right. Because she's like blah blah blah. And I'm like oh because they have the super soldier show. Oh yeah, see. Right, yeah, like, like I know, thanks. like I've read year decades of, of Captain America, and I am so informed. Thanks for me watching that, you know, video from Wampa One. You know, <laughs> I learned that, you know, the uh, Super Soldier Serum is this. Because, <laughs> because she'll watch it too. She'll she'll watch the episode. She'll watch the spoiler, like the Easter egg thing after we watch the episode like either like right. today or, or you know on Sundays or, or sometimes during the week you know she'll she'll see it she'll go oh let's watch it and I want oh okay you know that's the one I watch you know, like, right. it's like hey you know they went to go see Isaiah I think it's the guy's name the yeah. uh, the, the, the African American um, Captain America that Bucky knew in the Korean War the young African American kid who opened the door his name do you know who he is the comics folks oh he was uh Oh, he was his grandson, but it was Isaiah Bradley was the the old guy. And, okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um, 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 don't tell me. Don't tell me just yet. <laughs> I'm trying. To, I'm looking it up. <laughs> oh, looking it up. It's called. He's the Patriot. Oh, he's the. Oh, he's Patriot. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's Patriot. He becomes. It looks like with. Okay, if you pay attention to the secondary characters you got the kids you know the dude's grandson who turns who actually turns into the patriot at some point in comic book history uh sam's boots on the ground guy torres he is also a he becomes a falcon um spoiler surprise i don't know what's gonna happen during the show um but and there was oh no it's uh, not gonna Huh? It's not gonna happen for a while. Like you, you, right. you'll probably see him in like New Avengers or something like that, or Second Avengers. Right. Or... A lot of people are speculating that what's happening is that they're building. You're seeing the next wave of the Avengers in the shows because you you have if let's say in the in Wandavision you have Wiccan and uh, well, I forget what Speedy, Speedy whatever his name was. Mm-hmm. Um, the two of them are also part of the new Avengers. So it's like, okay, well, is she going to bring them into their universe? Like, it's like, you kind of see like a young Avengers type deal going on in, in the shows. If you're paying attention now, whether or not they go through it or it's just all like little nods to other characters is, you know, we'll find out eventually, I guess, you know, but I I thought it was, you know, I think it's also all interesting. Like I really enjoying the show. Um, Speaking of shows, Ed, guess what else I watched? I'll never guess. Why'd you tell? Um, the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Oh, that's right. That came out this week. That's right. <laughs> yes, came out Friday as well. I'll, I'll be honest. Show's pretty good. Okay. It's a nice. It's a nice. It's a nice little thing. I, I mean, I'm invested because you have Gordon Bombay, Emilio Estevez's character, running a ice rink, who doesn't allow hockey and hates kids, and I'm like. That's not where we last left Coach Bombay. You know, and I'm like, what is his story that make him want to walk away from everything? You know, it was just it was just um I'm invested in his character. Okay. You know, so I'm like, all right, and the kids are actually pretty good too. Like they're they're pretty they're it's 
it's a nice nice reboot of a of a movie series into a TV show. It it worked well. I just you know, there's not much to spoil. It's just, it's nice and it's family friendly and funny and cute and you know, it's got you know, Emilio Estevez in it. It's like it's nice. You know, <laughs> that's that's all I got on that. Okay, because I'm, I'm not, like now I'm gonna have to watch it now. Now you got me watching it because I'm gonna because I'm now I'm curious because I did see I did see the trailer. Yeah, they they they. they Anywhere you can throw a, a sure. the Mighty Ducks trailer. I mean, Disney's going to throw it, you know, kind of thing. So I've seen it, and I'm like, yeah, Gordon Bombay does not like hockey or or kids. And you're going, uh, you just did a trilogy like you know, thirty years ago, like, right? Like you were in, like, why 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 don't you like the kids? Why don't you like hockey? Like what happened? Like, okay, okay, maybe like, maybe you never really like kids. You had to get through this because of your you know your court you know your court order. Right, you know, thing, whatever. Yeah. Okay, fine. But it's just like you were going into hockey because I think it was last left off. Like if I remember the Mighty Ducks correctly, he like he met some of the hockey players of, of a team. I can't remember which team it was, and they gave yeah, him a shot yeah, at like a. Tri- yeah, they're gonna give him a shot again. Right, right. And then he was gonna off. He was like, "I'm leaving you guys off to your new coach or semi new coach because they went to the World League or whatever it was, and they just it was like." Okay, sure. But this one kind of takes it back to the minute, which also now I'm thinking about why did he move back to Minnesota? But he goes back to Minnesota, and the the, the Ducks are still around. They're now like the super duper, you know. Remember how the Hawks were in the first movie? Mm-hmm. I think they were the Hawks. That's basically what the Ducks became. In 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 this version, in this show, mm-hmm. they're like the. You know they're like the top of the heap. I mean, there's it's you know they got a kid doing a podcast about them, which I think is hysterical. You know, <laughs> it's just this little like it's they're the it's I, you gotta see it. Like I said, I, it's it's fast. It's it's interesting to watch. It's also like I said, it's got heart. I'm definitely curious to find out why Bombay hates everything now. Like, <laughs> what happened to turn you into the the best coach in the world who cared about everybody fucking you know joshua jackson for god's sakes you know there i'm waiting i'm like oh is he gonna make a cameo like are you gonna were you gonna pull in everybody else because he's single in the, in the show he's not even with you know the he's not he's he's like in like this relation not even in a relationship with anybody he's just the owner of this ice skating rink that's kind of beaten down and worn out and he like wants nothing to do with hockey wants nothing to do with kids it was just i'm like what that's I'm invested. Huh. <laughs> Speaking of trailers, Ed, have you seen the trailer for the Suicide Squad? Yes, yes. Oh, I'm glad you're bringing this up. I'm so okay. glad. <laughs> well, I guess you, it sounds like you got some stuff to say, but I guess let me finish up my day. Okay. Stacy and I actually went on some adventures over the weekend. Okay. We finally, she felt comfortable enough to actually eat in a restaurant. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so we kind of stopped by. Uh, you have a Panera Bread that popped up not too long, not too far from your house. Yes, we actually ate there the other night, Saturday actually, yesterday. Which you know, for those people who care, <laughs> um, but we doubled down on the we doubled down on the adventure and actually went to a movie theater. Wow, really? Yes, yes, we went to the um, the Woodhaven. and we saw what turned out to be the number one movie, the box office win this week. Really? Yes, we saw nobody with Bob Owencheck or he's better call Saul. He saw Goodman from 
from Breaking Bad and from uh, Better Calls. He's mainly he's from Mr. Show. Right. Um, if you saw his face, you probably I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. It's, he's he's got that face. He's, I looked up his credits. He's been in 121 things. Right. So, but he's always been kind of like the the secondary comedic actor. He's never been in what I would say traditional action adventure movie. If he was, he was always. If he ever was, it definitely wouldn't be as the action star. He'd be the he'd be the scrub you beat up to get to the boss. You know, he's definitely the other guy. He's never the guy. Yeah. But in this movie, he's the guy. He plays, you know, average Joe guy who, I believe, if memory serves me, it's produced by the people who make the John Wick series. So that kind of gives you kind of an idea of where the show's going to, the movie kind of goes a little bit. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely, he. you think he's an average go, Joe. He gets, uh, his house gets robbed. Um, and through the course of the story, you find that he used to be, he used to work for the government. And that his role in the government was as, a, as basically a, an auditor. In, in, in layman's terms, it's the last person you see before you die, you know, kind of thing. Um, and you're like, really? You know, it's, it's I, I'm, I'm underplaying it because the movie was really fucking good. Hmm. Like, I didn't think, like, I, when Stacy and I were talking about going to the movies, she knows um, Godzilla vs. Kong is coming out in like a matter of days. And I'm Mr. Like, I would like to see that in the movie theater. But I'm also willing to admit that we have HBO Max. I can watch it on that. It's coming out the same day. I don't need to, I don't need to go to the movie theater. But, you know, Stacy was like, well, I think we should try it. But we needed a baby step first. We needed a, a you might say like a, um, a practice run. Mm -hmm. to see how we would how the movie theater would would act or how we would act because if one or but one or the other one of us or both of us felt uncomfortable in any way shape or form we could at least get up and leave and there wouldn't be any kind of like a we were kind of the movie looked kind of interesting it was a good practice run mm -hmm. movie but while we were in the movie theater it was it was safe it was clean it was you know with the whole pandemic thing you know we even got popcorn and sodas pretzel bites you know so we, we we ate our food and then when we weren't eating we put our masks on like you know like you're like they ask you to um but despite all that the movie was actually really good it was engaging the action was really good and christopher lloyd's in it um michael ironside's in it wow and i say that because i thought he was dead really you know i did i thought michael, michael ironside passed away but you know what i didn't expect What's that? I guess he's living on some really good life because he ballooned out, dude. I'm talking. When I saw him, I was like, oh, my God, what happened? And not in, like, a bad way. More like I can't because the last time I saw him, he played Lois Lane's father on Smallville. Um, so he was a general. So he was thin. He looked. And I just feel like since then he's been letting himself go. Like the only thing he's been scanning lately is those pot pies. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the way he just kind of—I mean, when I saw him, I was like, "Wait, is that? That's Michael? Wow!" Like I'm like, "All right, good for him, living a good life, I guess." You know, not really having to work. And I came back. I'm like, "All right, look." I mean, he can still act the—you know—act his ass off but it was just weird seeing him be plump like that you know 
because he it's not like it was a special effect because he's not really in the movie for much so you knew it wasn't like a hey you know what I feel like doing for my role put on a fat suit no (laughs) it was was, I'm in the movie for like 10 minutes and you know what I'm I'm gonna stretch out as an actor give me the biggest fat suit you got because I want to wear it I know but I still got the same voice I still got the same eyes but I just want to show people that I I could put on some pounds and still be able to act It, it was not like that it was it was all real all him and I'm like Whew. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at pictures and it's like, wow, like, yeah, that is you know, wow. <laughs> like, like, I didn't you take on Sean Connery in a sword fight? Like, I just, <laughs> <laughs> just feel like there's, like, I was like, okay, were you right. chasing down Schwarzenegger? <laughs> yeah, yes, Total Recall wasn't it? it was yeah, Total, it's Recall. Total Recall. Yeah. You were hunting down Schwarzenegger like 30 years ago, but whew, I guess that's what happens when you stop. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. But, I mean, back to the point, the movie was really, really good. It was, the action was good. Um, It just goes, it proved to me that under any right, under the right training and the right skill set, you can make anybody an action star. Yes. Because he he pulled off the action pretty well. I'm I'm not saying like he moved like a guy who was older and 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 but he he he. I was like I was I was really impressed with the fight choreography. You know, sometimes he didn't have to fight. He used his brain because he was he also was using guns and explosives and you know it was really really good. I highly recommend it. There wasn't it, some of the stuff wasn't too super out, outrageous. Um, it seemed to be kind of, I want to say, a little grounded in reality. The only problem I had, I'll be honest, was I didn't know where it was set. And the reason why I say that was because he's um, American and the bad guy winds up being Russian. I'm assuming Russian mob. But I don't know why or how. It just for a moment felt like that there was this this moment where I thought that the bad guy was in Russia and our hero was in America, but it wasn't. That wasn't the case. It was where he was at was a kind of Russian-owned building, mm-hmm. so everyone was speaking Russian. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, then uh, I'm an idiot because <laughs> they got you know those that clearly weren't were in the U.S. of A. here. <laughs> <laughs> and like, but it was again. I highly recommend it if you got nothing to do on a on a. It's um. Yeah, I was I I fully wholeheartedly recommend it, but it also makes me you know be like, all right, so there's a possibility of Stacy and I going to the movies this week because I'm off Wednesday, she's off Wednesday, movie comes out Wednesday, um, I think at least in box office, you know, well, I mean, on, on HBO it comes out on the 31st. I'm hoping it comes out in theaters the same day. If not, if I can wait a few days for it to pop up, you know. But, you know, who knows? Maybe you'll have my, Ed, I saw Godzilla versus Kong in the theater. The way it was meant to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. But during there, let's, let's go back to the... Um, yeah, Wednesday the 31st, it will be released in theaters. All right, awesome. Good. Yeah. Maybe I'll be going to the movie on Wednesday. Right. Maybe. Anyway, so the Suicide Squad trailer, what do you think? <sighs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you even give that that sound like really you didn't like it okay I gotta I can't I gotta hear why well no I didn't not like I didn't like it uh, I just it wasn't 
to me it was there was two things there was two things that bothered me about this and I'm and I I know there are going to be some of the things are going to be petty but like whatever I don't <laughs> no, care it's okay we're two old men who get who are allowed to be petty <laughs> <laughs> so first right. off the the trailer reminded me so much of uh uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's not even funny, right? You know, it's it's just. This is, I mean, let's face it. It is DC's Guardians of the Galaxy, right? And and, and that's 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 how you're like. That's how I'm like looking at it now because I'm like I'm like wow like okay. I mean, it's James Gunn. You're like I'm like is he a one trick pony? Like is this is this what we're gonna get? You know, kind of thing. And I'm thinking, well, you know what? They work for Guardians. Why not? Let's let's see this. But then there's this one actor that's in there, and I I know hopefully he's not a major player in this because I'm not going to be thrilled, and, and and people are probably going to hate me. <laughs> Please send me hate mail. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> but Pete Davidson's in this movie. Yeah, yeah, I saw <laughs> that. Bothered me to no end. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Pete Davidson bothers you more than John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> I can live with John Cena, believe it or not. I can leave with him. I can I can take him for for like you know they would they because he's gonna play an asshole character in this movie. So I'm like he's perfect. Like that's like he's born right. to play this character. So I'm like great. But the thing is, is like the um, uh, uh, just to see uh, Pete Davidson like and he gets us like they they're showing some kind of joke where he's like has toilet paper on his clog, you know, like I think what do they call those right. shoes, shoes? You know the the, the those comfortable shoes. And like, and I, I'm like, and I think they do it again, like later in the trailer, but you don't really see who it is. And you're going, really? Like, you're going to do those kind of well, like. Well, actually, well, no, no, I know what you're talking about. Well, he's wearing Crocs and he's Crocs. coming out of the bathroom and he's got toilet paper on it. And then it cuts to, it's Captain Boomerang. It looks like he's scraping like shit off his shoe with a boomerang. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like a two shot shoe shot. Right. Ooh. Well, that was, that was tough. With kind of like the same kind of potty humor, like okay, toilet paper stuck to the shoe, and this other one steps in it, but he's scraping it off with his boomerang. Like it's it's like okay, I got what you're saying. Like that set that snippet right there was like I don't. All right, I'm like okay, I'll just have to go with it. <laughs> all right, so you got Pete Davidson in it. Because I, I mean, like right. like their cast, like you like they showed the cast like real quick. I actually paused it, and I have to, I don't know if I can do that again. I have to see if I could do that real quick here. To, to share the cast uh but but it was just like the, the the cast was so amazing and then you have pete davidson's name in there and you're like <laughs> right like one of these things is not like the other because you got like viola Paladis, you got sylvester stallone was in there i mean there were some other actors we'll get back to, uh, we'll get back to spy being in there okay <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> to me it's like you know you go you know you you because <laughs> I guess I guess there's I guess I hit something on that one. Well, no, no. I was just going to mention that I think if you listen to a past episode of Geeksters, I think we talked about the fact that Sylvester Stallone was going to be in the movie, and I think I predicted he was going to be King Shark. That's I right. Think. That's right. I think because I was doing the hey, you is me. I'm a shark. Uh, I'm going to be a eat you up. Uh, you know, like I, <laughs> I, I think I vaguely remember thinking that, and then when I saw it was, you know, I was like, "Hand," I was like, "Oh, <laughs> it's sly." Okay, <laughs> I actually have an article about the the movie too later on. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah, I was like, 
Look at Sylvester Stallone being Sylvester Stallone, Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. That was a, like I said. There was like there was like this long list of 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 players. Idris Alba. And like you're going and you're going. How the fuck did Pete Davidson get in this fucking movie with these? I do. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me. No, 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 no. I'm not. I, I, I fully believe that you know that that you kind of look at the cast. You go, really? At like somewhere, I feel like the world. It's like when when Leslie Nelson Nielsen's popped up and stuff. Like she is it Leslie Nielsen? Her the the she's in Ghostbusters and. Saturday Night Live, they were really just seem to like really want to push her to be the Leslie next Jones. Funny Leslie Jones, yes. It just seems to be like that the country was trying to force her down our throats to be like she's funny, you're gonna like her, we're gonna put her in a bunch of stuff. Same with uh, Tiffany Haddish. The problem is Tiffany Haddish, I felt was is talented. You know, Tika Tika Waititi's in this. You know, like it's really really good cast. And then I feel like Pete Davidson's like the the oh well he he. We, we lost a bet. We got to put him in the movie. You know, like, or he's a friend of James Gunn. And I, again, I want to try to go in with a mind because I'm almost thinking this is Suicide Squad. You got to kill some people off. Right. It would be stupid if you have a Suicide Squad and they all come back. <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, like he's one of the characters that has like one of those walk-ons where he's in it. We're going to promote him. And then he dies like in the first 10 minutes of the movie. That's, that's what I'm I, hoping I, for. I, I, I'm I, hoping too, they kill off Captain Boomerang too, because I just think his character is kind of a fucking asshole, but the, the, the error, the, the, the first suicide squad movie is going to be completely different than this suicide squad movie. So maybe James Gunn, who is more of a comic book enthusiast and, and he, I kind of like, well, maybe he'll turn Captain Boomerang around for me because I thought he just kind of sucked in the the last movie. So I'm like hoping. I'm looking forward to the King Shark stuff because I'm like, oh, you got King Shark. That's awesome. I hope he makes it through to the end, but he probably won't. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> he'll probably kill off if Nathan Fillion's a voice in the, in the movie. I think, uh, uh, you know, if he's a voice of somebody, they'll probably bump him off too with a little, the ferret looking rat boy thing mm. they'll probably kill that off too I mean everyone that's like oh look he's trying to you know he's trying to bring in another rocket raccoon but maybe he'll kill him off like I don't know you know it's just one of those things like I I'm looking forward to the movie it comes out in August you know um but you're right it definitely had a Guardians of the Galaxy feel but hey you go with what works right I mean DC I feel like that's why DC hired him you know, I mean, that's, Disney, that's why they hired. That's why they hired Josh Whedon, and look how that turned. Out. I mean, again, I think that you know, like I think that, right? But this is creating a movie from the, the ground up, not fixing a movie that already had problems. Yeah. You know, like you're not you're at, Josh Whedon to me is a hired gun. He came in, did his job, probably with some sort of heat from the executives to try to cut stuff, and whatever happened on the set happened on the set. Now, we weren't there. <laughs> You I'm know, not even talking. Movies. I'm not even talking about the set problems. I'm not. <laughs> right, well, I'm just talking, talking the final that you hire, Like, <laughs> hey, like Joss Whedon created two, you know, Avengers movies, and they both were successful. And he knows how to do a team-based movie, so we're gonna have a team-based movie ourselves. Let's hire that guy. But like I said, I think that he was more of a hired gun than an actual director. Mm-hmm. I think you know James Gunn getting fired from Disney for past tweets, and then getting hired by DC because DC's like, hey, we got this eclectic group of mercenaries we need somebody to be able to f- f- 
Taylor a movie. Who we got? We don't got anybody. We know what there's out there. There's a James, there's a James Gunn out there who's had two successful Guardian of the Galaxy movies. He seems to know what he's doing. He seems to know how to do it. Um, let's let's see if he's interested. And he also wrote and directed too. So it's not like it's not like he's taking somebody else's work. I mean, for all we know, this could be like essentially Guardians three, <laughs> like or Guardians two and a half, like. <laughs> All the stuff that he was going to put in Guardians of the Galaxy when he got fired, he's like, "Well, oh, shit, I got nothing. I'll use these jokes and this plot line in this movie." You know, <laughs> who knows? Like, I, like I said, I'm, I'm actually kind of like, yeah, I'm in. I'm in either way. I'm, I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. You know, I'm like, I'm like, uh, bring it on. I'm, I'm ready. I'm, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be there because it's like I cannot be you know, like I cannot just sit this one out like I gotta see where this is going especially Suicide Squad and where we've been with this one so um, yeah but uh, I'm just I'm just a little apprehensive I'll just, just put it out that way. Sure, no, I completely get it. Um, I also did spend a little money trans because um, you know the way Stacy we call it, we got our money from Papa Joe. <laughs> so we uh we we killed we um i spent some money transferring my some old movies into digital um you know nothing spectacular like i went through my list and i was like okay i gave myself like a a 10 buck limit whole, whole whopping five movies i get it but <laughs> but then i realized something and i have over 500 movies 538 movies digitally wow that's just I, I don't think that counted TV shows. And I was like, oh shit, you know. And I realized that it's gonna. I I, I fell down a rabbit hole of my own shit <laughs> because we're in converting over some of the movies. You know, I'm always like, well, I know I have the Voodoo account, and that's right, I convert it. But I also have my Movies Anywhere account that will read, you know, if it's joined, it, it's linked in with Voodoo. So sometimes what will happen is you can get a movie and no, we talked about this in the past, no special features on Voodoo, but special features in movies anytime, anywhere. Yeah. So in my process of being like, okay, well, I'm going to transfer this movie over. Is there, you know, special features? For example, most recently I just transferred over Mean Girls. I like the movie. I think it's cute. I put it on movies anywhere. Uh, Voodoo, nothing. I go to movies anywhere. Special features. I'm like, all right, I'm, I can get, I'm, I can get behind this. Like, sometimes they have them, sometimes they don't. I've already gotten, you know, okay, I'm, I've moved beyond it. But what I thought was interesting was the fact that I, you could see how many movies I have on movies anywhere, and it was like in the 400 range. And I'm like, wow, I wonder how close I'm gonna be to 500. And then I went to my Voodoo account, and I was like, holy shit, there is a hundred and twenty. There, I have 120 movies on Voodoo. That aren't in movies anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not climbing anything I have on Amazon, my, my Apple, because I know like the first Iron Man. Anything that was uh, Hustlers is a good one. That's with uh, J Lo and they're in the strip joint. That was an Apple exclusive, mm-hmm. digital only. But I think I have it in movies anywhere. But that clearly that's not my voodoo movie. But that would be like five hundred thirty-nine. You know, I was just like I'm just looking at it going, wow, I got way too much time on my hands like (laughs) (laughs) like wow i don't know if i could i watch i'm like i guess kind of sort of i've seen them all almost you know there's a couple movies that i recently bought that i haven't seen like gemini man i haven't watched um 
Live by Night I haven't watched yet. I keep saying I'm going to go back. I'm going to start watching them. I have to do the old, I'm going to start watching movies I have, have but I don't watch. You know? So, I just thought it was, it was just a little... Yeah, no, no, I know, I get it. Because like I said, there's there's movies that I bought and I'm like, you know, I, you know, uh, 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 what do you call it? Um, I, you know, I, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to watch this one day. And it's just like, yeah, you know, and then there's like so much other stuff that you can watch because you, you get to that point where you're like, I'm going to go to Amazon or, or I'm going to go to, to uh, Netflix or I'm going to go to, you know, here or there, you know, kind of thing. And that's the thing. Like, and you fall down these rabbit holes for like hours on end of going through this, you know, like, you know, like I said, like I'll, for some reason I went over to Peacock and I saw the John Wayne Gacy thing and I'm thinking, because I was flipping through that and I was just like, hey, there's this. Let's check this out. You know, like, you know, and I was like, yeah. Like, well, Invincible. I was watching that, and I was like, I could have. I watched three episodes in like forty-five minutes piece. So I, um, I waste not wasted, but I had like two and a half hours of entertainment that it was interesting and it was good and it was fun. But a two that's a two and a half hour movie. I could have watched something that was already I already had, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I was like, well, I guess you know it is what it is. You know, it's <laughs> moving on. <laughs> you know, so. How's how's kind of my week? I'm just trying to think. Is there anything else exciting or adventuresome? Nope, not at all. You know, I'm just, that's it, Ed. So I don't know. I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for Wonder Woman to come out on, on Blu-ray and DVD. Um, Wonder Woman '84. Oh, that's another thing I did while we were at the movie. Since we went to an AMC theater, they had this um, for popcorn. We didn't spend. They got this deal going on. We get this Wonder Woman eighty four tin for popcorn. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever, ever see, if you've seen it. No. But to get it, it's like this. It's it's a collectible bucket, and they give you they fill it up with popcorn, and it winds up being like twelve dollars for the, this. I would say, not medium popcorn, but kind of like medium large. It's in between medium and large, mm-hmm. um, and it's a collectible tin. You know, collectible bucket that you can bring home and it's nice looking the reason why I'm saying it's nice looking because I actually bought it because what we did was we they had a deal where if you bought a large popcorn and a drink you got pretzel bites for like four bucks because they're, they're working deals now because you gotta they're trying to get people back into the theater mm-hmm. um, so what we did was I bought the large popcorn and then I bought you could buy the bucket for a measly three dollars <laughs> <laughs> so I know Stacy since Stacy works uh, at Bath and Body Works, she gets these little hand sanitizer things, the pocket bags are called, mm-hmm. and she has a little bucket that she has filled with them, and it's already kind of overflowing. And I knew that this bucket was going to be a little bigger, so I kind of kind of talked her into buying. It. Like, hey, let's buy it. It's only three bucks. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you can put your pocket bags in there, and everything will be good. You know. <laughs> And at first she was like, "Okay, fine, but does it have to be Wonder Woman?" I'm like, "Well, it's the only one that's out. I, you know, they do it every once in a while. We could keep waiting until another one comes out. I don't know when that'll be, you know." And I mean, it's 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 not a bad looking bucket. I mean, it's it's got the 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 eighties and like when she get the one side has WW eighty four on it, and the other side of the bucket has just the Wonder Woman symbol on it, and both have the multicolored pattern that stand that's behind Wonder Woman in the movie poster. Uh-huh. And the thing's kind of looks like um brass. It's definitely it's totally like Wonder Woman esque. I'm not gonna you know I was like we didn't I didn't and she's not in the room, but I would have been perfectly fine not buying it. 
I would have been. I just brought it up as a conversation piece because, you know, we're going out and trying to, you know, have a good night. And I was like, eh, it's only three bucks. It's not bad. And she was like, well, why don't we get it? I'm like, okay. Don't got to twist my arm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, all, I'm all in for tchotchkes. <laughs> and this one benefits you. <laughs> uh you know, and the next time there's a, a big, you know, event where they give you, like, a popcorn tin, I'm like, hey, you know what? We should get another one because that pocket back bucket's full. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> uh, you con, <laughs> man, you. <laughs> I, I'm just a good negotiator. <laughs> <laughs> but because of all that, I have no idea. Like, I'm, I'm, I've gone because I had a little bit of extra scratch, you know, because you know the government paid me, I was looking. I went to like Best Buy not too long ago, and I was disappointed. You know, it was just bare, bare. I mean, like that whole like I don't I don't know what's going on, but I just felt like I went to the one out in Willow Grove, and the it was like Slim Pickens, and their section was big too. But it was like, hey, here's here's twenty one bridges. But then, like two feet later, it's like they 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 socially distance their movies. Yes, for no reason, uh, you know. And because it was, and their inventory went from like let's say maybe down to like ten percent, if anything. Like all the special stuff. Like I almost bought the Quantum Leap package again for Blu-ray, but when I picked it up, I shook it. It's, there was like a little crinkle to it. Made uh, me think yeah. one, of the, one of the things was busted. Yeah, and I'm like. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to buy that. I did buy the, the, I think I told you, I bought the last show, the Rob Zombie triple pack of House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, shit. Um, Devil's Rejects and Three from Hell. Because I didn't see Three from Hell yet, but I thought it was a good enough deal. But it was like one, and it was like in the middle of nowhere. It was just, it was just like a mess. And I was very disappointed. So I don't really know like they had the, the new release section all packed but then when it got to like the standard stuff it was just like it looked like they were getting ready just to move or close that section down yeah that's just, I mean they don't they don't care because it's like I mean this was years ago too like I, I talked to somebody at, at GameStop about it because I was just you know curious GameStop, to, you mean Best Boy Best Buy Best Boy Best Boy <laughs> you said GameStop it's not GameStop you're talking Best Buy <laughs> sorry <laughs> I don't know why he's at GameStop. I really don't. But I, I talked to somebody at Best Buy about this because I was like, you know, and they're like, yeah, you guys, basically, like, if it's not the latest thing, they don't care. They just don't. Like, it's 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 like because that's what everybody wants. They want the latest thing. And then, we're, of course, we're now in the digital age where you can download the movie instead of going out and buying it and putting it in your in your player. You can now, you know, go out this, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, I'm like, yeah, but like, there was a lot of collectors. It wasn't just people just buying movies just to buy them. Like these were collectors that like have a collection and are not giving their collection up. Like some do. I mean, like I, I know there was a surge of Disney movies being sold online after Disney plus came out because they go, why do I need these movies? You know, kind of thing. Right. And, and, and there is, there's like, like if you have the old VHS, like some people want those, like the old Disney VHSs, they want those. They're hot commodities. <clears throat> Believe it or not, I have a bunch. Yeah, I mean, my, you... mom, my mom was a big Disney fan, so whenever they came out with the fresh from the vault video cassette, she had to have one. So, 
Right. So you you should you should you know dig around and start like you know search around, put them out on eBay or something like that for a little bit less than what they're paying. You know, charging people because like some they'll go. I mean, like, and you'll make some money out of that if you're if you're willing to you know release them you know <laughs> right. from your collection. But that's just you know. But it's the same like the that that's the way like they 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 things are. But like there is still collectors out there that are like looking. You know, some are some are like I've talked to a couple and they're like, yeah, like I I'm really looking more like I'm like in the 4Ks because I have a 4K player. And TV and all, so I'm, I'm upgrading everything and all, blah, blah, blah. But there's a lot of collectors that still have DVD, like I still have DVDs that I won't give up because some of them have special features on there that don't come on the Blu-ray or probably won't come out on the 4K if it ever gets released on 4K because you'll never... It was like a documentary because they were trying to sell that movie at the time and it never, you know, came to fruition and that kind of stuff. So... I don't know. I just that's just my take, you know. So I was like, no, so, no, I, I, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, one of the movies I'm interested in seeing Spies in Disguise. It's an animated movie with Will Smith and Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. It looks cute. It looks funny, and it's on Vudu for like eight bucks. And a part of me, because that's what the sale was part of a sale for this week, and I'm like, I'm really interested in seeing that movie. And I'm like, but do I just like what's what? Why am I so willing to buy? live for night the Ben Affleck gangster movie digitally and not have it physically but yet I'm still circling the drain about Spies in Disguise because I'll see it at Target and it's like oh well it's on sale for like 15 bucks well I can save some money if I buy it digitally I can say well get a good five dollars save buying it digitally outright but a part of me is like I don't know if I want to do that like I want to see the movie I think I'm going to enjoy the movie and it has the special features on it just there's just this thing in me that doesn't want to pull the trigger for that one but yeah like I said I'll buy the live by night the movie that I never saw I guess I was I was more I guess because it was five bucks I think it was like one of those five dollar you know 4k movies like hey this week five dollars I was like I five dollars on a movie 4k because I got a 4k tv and my you know it streams through that I'm like ah all right, I, I'm invested in that, but I'm not invested in buying it because I wasn't going to spend twenty bucks on it. But and spies in the for the sky, and spies in the skies is a movie I'm interested in. I want to buy, but I could have bought the 4K version for eight dollars, and I'm like, I don't know why I'm 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 not pulling the trigger. I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling, Ed. I struggle. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I, I've yet to see it. So. <laughs> <laughs> So I actually bought that, and I actually have it digitally, I think, at this point. And, you know, it's like, and I've yet to see that one. So that's another one I have to go back and and visit and watch, you know, because I, I think it was on Shop Disney or something like that, and I end up buying our Disney's Movie Club or something like that, you know, because, like, after a while, I'll get, if you buy one movie, you get one movie half off, and it's like, oh, all right, I'll, right. you know, it's like you get it cheaper and all that kind of stuff, so. But uh, that's just my take, though. But, but right, speaking of movies, you know, I think let's go. <laughs> uh, first one on the release this week here is uh, Wonder Woman 1984 is coming out on 4K Blu-ray, DVD, and such, and digital. Uh, oh, is that a Tuesday? That's this Tuesday coming out. Yes, there's a Steelbook version coming out, so uh, look out for that. Yeah, I look. The Steelbook version is only available for the 4K, and I'm like, son of a bitch. I'm like, all right, they're forcing you. Yeah, right. They're forcing it now. Like, I'm, I'm like, one day I'll, when I get, if and when the universe decides that Sean will have a PS5 uh, that comes with a 4K Blu ray player, and that's when I'll start buying 4K Blu rays. You know, because why not? Right. 
<laughs> but until then, I'm like, all right, I'll just buy good old fashioned Wonder Woman '84 on, on Blu-ray for like twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and those. I'll pick it up on my way home from work or something, or I'll go when I go on break. <laughs> that's it. Basically, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'll be running out and buying it. Uh, I actually might go out to Best Buy because I think I still have a gift certificate because I'm telling people not to give me Best Buy gift certificates because I, I I haven't really visited Best Buys too much. I actually visited a Best Buy in South Philly uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, we were We were – we were out looking at Ikea and right near the Ikea is a Best Buy. And I was like, you know what? I've never been in this Best Buy and I'm hoping, cause there's a few that are out there apparently have a, like abundance of like movies out there. I, you know, like the one over in, uh, on six eleven, all the way up, you know, this is, of course we're doing local. Sorry kids. Uh, that one has a still a lot of movies out there. Uh, the one on, the one on six uh, eleven by the turnpike pass. Yes. Nope, that's when I was at. I was at the Willow Grove, and it was scarce. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I'm interested to go to Oxford Valley again. It's token local, but it's yeah, like ten minutes away from my job. And I'm like, well, I haven't been up to that way in a while. And they usually have a nice, impressive. Like the last time I was in, in there, they actually had the Skywalker saga set box set that I've always been kind of like itching to buy. Mm. And I'm like, I. That was the last time I was there. I, I saw that, but that was that was before the pandemic, so I don't know what they've done since then. Yeah. But a part of me keeps wanting, wanting to go in there, and every time I go into Walmart or Target, I always look, and I'm always always disappointed because I'm just like, eh. Yeah, and that's you know? the thing. Like I I watch a lot of videos about people collecting, and like that's the thing. Like 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 there's certain times to go because that's when they refresh their system, basically, and then that's it. The rest of the month, it's like crap, like kind of thing. It's usually like the first Tuesday of the month or second Tuesday, uh, second month, uh, second Tuesday of the month, that kind of thing. They they do like these refresh, and they and then like the, a lot of collectors are saying, yeah, lately that's not been happening. Like Walmart's just not caring because I go every week now to Walmart because I still go through the bins. There's like they just dump everything in those four dollar to six dollar bins, depending on if you want DVD or Blu-ray. And I'll actually I'll I'll fish through those. It's just like you know because there's some movies in there that I bought. You know, it's just like. I picked up. Uh, I'm trying to think of a movie I picked up recently that was like, you know, it was like five bucks or whatever. I, uh, um, of course, I don't have any here in front of me, but uh, but it was just like, oh, you know, what for five bucks, you know, like from Blu-ray, I'll pick this up, you know, and I, you know, and I end up picking up one or two movies and, and and you know, happy with you know getting that, you know, for for cheap, uh, you know, where I think cheap anyway. But uh, but like even like. Like dollar stores have some good deals. Like you know, if you go like like people laugh. It's like they got Blu-rays now. Like you can go through and, and it's just like you know. And, and there's always that odd movie that you like. Oh, I remember this movie. I don't have it in my collection. I'm buying right. it for a buck. You know, I'll 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 I finally get it. Or it's a movie that like disappeared. Like all of a sudden, like you just don't see it because it just wasn't a major seller. So now all of a sudden, like it was sitting in a warehouse, and now Dollar General dollar stores have it. Like the dollar store has it. And you go in there, and it's just like, "Hey, I remember this movie. I wanted to buy it, but I could never find it. Like now, right. I have it for a dollar, you know, from Blu-ray, you know. So that's, that's so yeah, you know, it's that's the way I've been going, you know, kind of thing. That's why I've been watching those collectors and stuff because sometimes it's like I'm like, I don't really, I want to see what they have, you know, kind of thing. And then it's like, all right, now I'm gonna have to go to like three dollar stores, but there's so many in, in in my area that it's just like. You know, I could spend a, an afternoon going to three different dollar stores in an hour, and and you know, go through their collections and find stuff 
like right away but you know that's just me right uh so uh but if you didn't have uh like i said we had not wonder woman 84 is coming out but if you don't have the original they're doing a two uh movie set the wonder woman night woman 84 uh blu-ray so if you want to catch that out uh, uh, the combo pack yes uh, then we have King's Clay Final Fantasy 15. It's coming out on 4K this week, kids. It's that 2016 movie that uh, was out on Blu-ray and DVD last time. Uh, now they have the 4K release of it. Yeah, like if you bought like the special edition Final Fantasy 15, it came with the movie. I think that's how I got it. Yeah, because I do, I do have it on Blu-ray, but I think I got it with the with the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, okay, what else is coming out? Girl Interrupted is coming on Blu-ray for the first time, believe it or not. Really? 22 wow. years later, and they finally released it, yes. All right. I mean, Girl Interrupted is good. It's, it's Oscar winner. Give Angelina an Oscar winner, an Oscar for it. Okay. All right. I'm and, in. And then uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the complete series, is coming out on DVD. Not Blu-ray, kids, but DVD. Uh, so any Mighty Morphin Power Ranger fans out there, this is your chance to own it all. All right. Okay. <laughs> and that is it for movies and TV. Uh, you <laughs> want to move on to video games? Sure. All right. We have Disco Elysium, the final cut, developed and published by uh, Zayum. Z-A, uh, sorry, Z-A forward slash U-M. So Za and Um. Uh, for the PS4, PS5, Stadia, and PC, that'll come out on Tuesday the 30th. Then we have Nateria Boy, developed by Studio Koba and published by Team17 for the PS1. I'm sorry, PS4, <laughs> Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And that'll be on Tuesday the 30th. Then we have uh, Drifters, coming uh, developed uh, by Blind Squirrel Games for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And that will come out on Wednesday the 31st. And then we have the Outsiders, or just, I'm sorry, Outriders, sorry, Outriders. Outriders, de- yeah. Yep, developed by uh, People Can Fly and published by Square Enix for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, and the PC for Thursday the 1st. And that is yeah, all I the play, games. I played the demo of that. Um, it was okay. I didn't hate it. I'm not sure, like, I, there's a part of me that enjoyed the demo, but not sure if there was enough interest for me to want to buy the game. You know, it seemed like, I don't want to say it seemed like a generic third-person shooter, because I don't think it was, but I... I did finish Valhalla. I did finish Immortal Phoenix Rising. I, I mean, so I got I got games I could trade in. Um, but I don't know. Just part of me is like, eh, I don't know if I want to get that game. Like, eh. <laughs> I'm just just trying to think. I'm like, there's nothing really. Any games that I want to play seem to got pushed back. <laughs> like, um, Far Cry Six got pushed back. Um, the, <clears throat> um, the Bloodlines. The Masquerade 2 got pushed back. It's like all the games that I want to play, no one cares. It's just like, no, we're just going to put that Nobody out. cares. Nobody cares. Wah, wah. You know, uh, well, you know, I mean, I, it, like I said, it wasn't a horrible game. The horrible demo, it just, it just, for, just didn't really keep my interest, is the best way I could put it. Okay. You know, but, uh, uh, so is that it? That is it. That is all the video games this week. For us to uh, maybe jo- buy and enjoy. Okay, well, I guess I guess now it's my turn with the uh, news. All right. All right. 
Let's okay. Um, okay, well, let's, let's start with Suicide Squad. Uh, we talked about King Shark. Mm-hmm. Now, for those people who don't know, King Shark comes in two forms. In some comics, he was a hammerhead shark. And in some comics, he's a great white shark. Mm-hmm. In this movie, they went with the uh, James Gunn went with the great white shark look, which is more in tune with the comic book and also the Harley Quinn cartoon on HM, uh, HBO Max, mm-hmm. by the way. So, so the question was like someone asked, like, why did he go with that appearance of the great white shark as opposed to the hammerhead shark? And this is what he said: I did test with the hammerhead design which I love and originally thought I'd use, but having eyes on the sides far apart made it incredibly awkward shooting interactions with other people. You couldn't really see him looking at the other person, and the shots tend to be too wide. So, there you go. All Um, right. He's like, I was also, he's like, but I was insistent on the dad bod from the beginning, as I didn't think King Shark would have such a mammalian body structure. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Okay, and it also, like I said, it does represent. Um, he's like, I found that that this design and the Harley Quinn show and uh, Ron Fuchs' version, but it was complete coincidence that we were shooting a year before it debuted. Um, the Sylvester Stallone's version is very different, you know, because <laughs> because <laughs> in in the in Suicide Squad he does come off as a as a dumb. <laughs> It comes all across as just an idiot. Yeah. Where in the Harley Quinn, he's you know a full blown. He's got feelings and emotions. You know, it's not like hey, num dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I said I, I I actually I I actually like that show. <laughs> That's <laughs> I've been watching that. I was I'm like I'm like that was great. I'm like I'm like I I was kind of like eh, this this is not going to be good. You know, <laughs> but, but uh, it's just because it's. Because you 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 see your sky you see these characters in one way you know kind of thing and this is a completely different way but you go it works it just so works right. this character and I'm like I can't fault this for I mean you know I could be you know a, a total um, uh, you know hard ass with with you know like well that's not how they're written in the blah 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 you know crap and it's just like no this this is great. The interactions that they have, you know, especially, especially with Clayface, uh, <laughs> he's the best. Uh, but anyway, I digress. All right, so and um, since we're talking about casting and all, and and, and looks and all, uh, I don't know if you remember that a while ago we're gonna we're gonna go to Disney for a little a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, Dis, there's you know you had the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, and not too long ago we had you know the Mandalorian with that big young Luke Skywalker image um, battle scene at the very end of the season. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people have noticed that there is a real distinct similarity between young Mark <laughs> Hamill and young Sebastian Stan oh, in the geez. facial structures. You're finally getting to this now. <laughs> Well, well, I well, it's it's just well. The reason why I'm bringing it up is because this was in news as of like last week. Sebastian Stan himself has actually addressed some of these things because the rumor has it because he looks so much like a young Mark Hamill that people are alluding that it would be great to have a young Luke Skywalker series or movie with him as the lead as Luke Skywalker because there is a very there is a very close 
visual image to both of them. Um, but he's never really said anything. Sebastian Sands never said anything about it until recently. Um, it was he was uh, thanks to an interview on Good Morning America. We now have Sebastian Sands' response to all the rumors. Um, basically, he says, if Hamill, if, if Mark Hamill himself calls me personally to tell me that he feels inclined to share this role with me, then I'll believe it. So, according to him, there's been no rumor. That, again, this is you're getting paid by Disney to keep your mouth shut. You know, you don't squeal, you don't do nothing. You know why? That Disney money. So even if he even if he was tapped, he would have to play the. I don't know what you're talking about. But if Mark Hamill says I could play him, I'm all I'm I'm all for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just feel like if Mark Hamill per- calls me personally to tell me that he feels inclined to share this role with me, then I'll believe it. So if if there's going to be a uh, a young Skywalker TV show or movie. Uh, Mark Hamill would have to come down and say, uh, "Yeah, you know what? I you could you could play the role, sure." <laughs> How do you feel, Ed? Well, that's the thing. Like, I, like I, I appreciate him saying that because you go, you know, he, he you don't want to take the role, especially if 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 he's no longer with us. I it would make sense, you know, kind of thing. And of course, though, you you it brings up an interesting point because it's like a lot of people are also speculating too from Disney, like the Disney people that. They would they would put a they would have a, like a young Luke Skywalker or not you know youngish you know school school uh, Luke Skywalker movie but basically just a CGI version of him you know throughout the series like it's going to be Mark Hamill like voicing the thing because in your in his head like Mark Hamill is always going to be you know Luke Skywalker like anybody else it's just like look solo look at look look at solo i mean you know that poor that poor guy i don't even remember his name now but right. the actor who played han solo you know kind of thing like he got a lot of guff for it because you know it's just like you know like you know like Harrison Ford's still alive you know it's like but Harrison Ford doesn't want the part <laughs> like he wants to move on this life. He doesn't want to be stuck in Star Wars. But that's the 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 idea is is just that the you know like you know like you CGI'd him. Like you could have you could have put they could have put Sebastian Stan or blonde wig or whatever dyed his hair for what a day shooting at that you know maybe a couple right. of days shooting you know like I'm sure you know like some of his uh, stunt work or some of his actual work that he had to do on Avengers would have would have done really well you know in uh uh you know it would take very little training for him to to convert from uh, avengers to star wars so you go you go uh, be, i i just i don't see it i really don't i mean like i i, I appreciate it you know and i'm like i'm like i'm still in the kind of the mark hamill camp like you know like like he's still around <laughs> like you know cgi right. him off <laughs> i don't care if he can't walk anymore you know wheelchair is <laughs> you know like you know it's 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 gonna be weird it's just it's just one of those things that's just like you you know this person still it, it's it, that's the thing though it makes it very difficult because it could be we can transition other characters like james bond i mean uh, how many james bonds we've had and they're all at one point they were all still alive at one point until recently you know right. you, you go you know like like it wasn't a wasn't a, a big you know like like because he's young you know type of thing so it's like it really depends. Like I'd have to see him portray it and see see you know to get my reaction. Like it's it's very difficult for me to say one way or the other. But I, I'm more of like, well, if you could still CGI <laughs> Hamill, put him in there. He still wants to do the role. 
through. Right. You keep him working. Yeah. Keep him. <laughs> so. Right. What about you? Well, um, well, I'm sure. Like, I'm again, I'm in that camp too. Like, if, if Mark Hamill himself, if he's still able and willing to do some work as Luke Skywalker, sure, let him do it. I mean, he is. He will always be that character. Um, I guess you know, like you said, like the, I guess with a character like James Bond, I mean, because he has such a long line of. He's got a, a 50 years of movie history behind him. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, don't get me wrong, Star Wars is coming up on 50 years, too. You know, um, that hurts a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not for a while. But still, the idea is that, you know, like, there's only technically, well, at the beginning, there's only three movies with him, and then there's technically five, six movies with him in it. You know, I just, I don't know. I, um, I guess I feel like sooner or later someone's going to have the ballsy idea to try to reboot the series, and I think that that's stupid. Um, but I think if they're going to do like a spinoff, if Hamill's still willing to be somewhat active in the role, then sure. I mean, he always says that even though he thinks he's done with the Joker, if the right project comes around, he's always willing to do the voice again. Uh, so I guess I guess he feels he might feel the same way about. Luke, I guess you know, in in some way, shape, or form, you know, right. I, I don't know. I mean, the, I guess I guess the way I, the way I look at it is, budgetary wise, if you're going to have a TV show with Luke Skywalker, are you going to pay the original guy and de- spend the money to de-age him, or just hire a guy who kind of looks like him? <laughs> you know, like I, I don't I don't know. But the thing, like I'm I'm still in the belief of like. Can 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 any actor play any role? And I, I and and I've, I've, I can't remember now. We've cited a couple times where it's like no, no, like there would have been better actor choices for some movies. And and that's the thing. Like 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 I'm sure Sebastian Stan is, is she he's a fine actor for what he's what he's what from what I've seen him in. You know, like I haven't seen him much, so I can't really you know give past judgment on him and going oh this you know he's he's going to be great or, or terrible because I don't know like. Could he handle right. Luke Skywalker? Like that's a major like that to me would be, like if somebody said you know you know like Sean you you want to play Luke Skywalker I, you know I would be <laughs> you know like what would you say I'd be like no but I, 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 you, I yeah I don't I mean you look like no. him you know you you could you could pull off the Luke look you know like kind of thing it'd be great you know like. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like I, it depends on how influential that role was to me as a child. Like if I if someone comes to me like, uh, okay, here's a really good example. Someone came to me and said, Sean, we need a new James Bond. We know you can't do a British accent, but we think you'd be a really good James Bond. I, I would have to say no because Bond was so influential in my life. Same thing with, with Luke Skywalker. Because he was so influential, I would feel like I would be insulting not only myself – but the other people, like it could be a massive hit for all I know. I just personally would feel a little dirty, I guess, taking the role. And again, I mean, and I do think that that Sebastian Stan is, is correct. I would have to wait for, I mean, Sean Connery can't do it or Roger Moore can't do it. But let's say Pierce Brosnan gave me a call. And he's like, yeah, you know what, Sean? It's okay. You could be James Bond. I'd be like, all right, you know what? I liked you very to steal. I liked your Bond. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll do it. If someone said, Sean, would you like to be Luke Skywalker? My first instinct would be like, hell no. 
because there's no way I could I could live up to the the legendary status that a person like Mark Hamill has unless Mark Hamill were to call me and go, Sean, it's fine. I'd be like, okay, I'll only do it on one only one only one condition. If you do the Joker voice for my outgoing message for my phone. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be that'll be the, that's the negotiation that I would have to come down to. <laughs> like, like, look, fine, I'll do it. I'll take scale, but I really, really want you to just go. This is Sean's phone. <laughs> like, you know, give me your best outgoing message for the Joker from my phone, and I'll I'll do it. <laughs> I, I'm willing to barter. <laughs> Sean, why'd you take the role? Did you ever call my phone? You'll find out. <laughs> um, I, I guess you know. Like I, I understand why he would feel that way, but I don't know. I would. I would feel weird, especially if that person was still alive and still around. I yeah. You know, it, that's that's dangerous. Some people don't care. You know, a job's a job's a job, and, and they don't care if they're stepping on anyone's toes or not. <clears throat> like I don't know, I, I don't think you could. I don't think you could have another Rocky without Sylvester Sloan feeling a little butt hurt from it. You know? Oh, he'd have to be dead. He, he would. He right. would. He would have. There was no way you'd have. There you would. You would have the uh, pride out of his cold, clammy hands. There is no way. I mean, look. I mean, he's playing. He's playing, still playing Rocky as an old man in Creed movies. You can't tell me, like, like right. they ever do a Creed three. Like, I, 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 it would be, it would be a total shock and surprise. He's not in it, even as a right. small cameo, which, which I think you'd be insulted to do. Like, I think he would need a like a bigger role, like a you know, like a meteor role for him to be in it. But I like, right. like, and, and it's just like, what you're not gonna have me in it, like, you know, like, what's with you? <laughs> like, well, don't you know who he, you know, you know who I am? I'm King Fucking Shark now. <laughs> <laughs> I was both in Marvel and DC. Who <laughs> <laughs> was he in Marvel? He was in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, you're right. He was. He was one of the scavengers. You're right. You're right. He's what he called. He's one. Of, he was one of the. Yeah. He's in both. <laughs> oh, look at him. Yeah, I dance between two worlds. <laughs> Me, Nathan Fillion, Mike, Michael Rooker, all of us. You know, all he did was just basically hire the Guardians cast. You know, over to us. This movie it was fun. <laughs> like, all right. You know? <laughs> All right, well, then, Ed, Ed. Yeah, yeah. When we, were, when we were at the movies, we saw a trailer for F9, by the way, Fast and Furious 9. Whew. I mean, they've just taken physics and just said, fuck it, just threw it out completely out the window. <laughs> like, I I've been bitching about the last couple movies about how they just blatantly – and this used to be a, a movie series about street racing. Now they're international spies. Uh, and and in this one, in this one, it it goes from like, hey, Dom just wants his average, normal, everyday life, and he gets pulled back into whatever because of of a brother no one knew he had. 
<laughs> and, and the, he, he's talking about family and he's got a brother he doesn't even talk about right. it's, it's about family wait I got a brother I never mentioned before you know last movie was uh, I have a kid I never mentioned before um, now I have a brother it's going to be like the last couple movies are going to be like hey Dom and your big whole family spiel is going to get me torn to shit because guess what here's your grandpa guy you turned your back on you know like you, you stole his car and you never looked back like <laughs> something <laughs> <laughs> Why am I being tortured? Oh, I don't know. Nat is mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> like you didn't come over for Christmas dinner back in '77, and she's never let it down. So she's devised this whole revenge scheme. She's been paying close attention to your career, not career, as a street racer slash spy, and she's going to come back in and just ruin your day because you didn't. You forgot to bring the green bean casserole. <laughs> it's, uh, it, uh, every family's like this. <laughs> Everybody, we're family. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's, so we're watching the trailer and there's this, there's this, <sighs> there's a rope bridge incident in the trailer. You know, I can't even fully explain it. You're going to have to find a Fast Furious 9 trailer and watch it yourself when we're done the show. Because there's this moment where it's just, I'm like, it's happening in the trailer. And I'm just like, so we're just going to throw all physics out the window? Like, it's not really? Like, okay. But the reason why I'm bringing it up is because not only that, but we also saw the trailer for Corella. Um, I've seen it twice now. I saw it when it first dropped. But I, seeing it in the theaters, it was, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason why I'm bringing up Corella is because of Disney's made a couple announcements recently about the state of some films. Uh, Black Widow, Cruella are both going to debut on Disney Plus and in theaters as Disney shift dates for seven films. Ready? Yes. Um, So they have the plans for Black Widow, Cruella, Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, uh, Pixar's Luca and several other films. Uh, Black Widow and Cruella will premiere on Disney Plus at the same time they open in theaters. Uh, Cruella's first, arriving in on May 28th, while Black Widow has been pushed back two months to deba- debut on July 9th instead of May 7th. And just like uh, some of their other premieres, it's going to come with a $30 rental fee, which, oof. You know, <laughs> um, Black Widow's move means that Marvel's Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings which is previously slated for July, is now bumped back to September 3rd. Um, it's expected to have a traditional theatrical release at that point, hopefully. Um, meanwhile, Pixar's animated coming-of-age adventure, Luca, won't play in theaters and is instead launching exclusively on Disney+, Plus at no extra cost, on June 18th. Uh, let's see. Uh, looking here, they... Despite the massive focusing on streaming, Disney doesn't plan to entirely ditch theaters. Numerous small titles, among those inherited from 20th Century Fox, well, not just 20th Century, have been postponed, but will solely will, will only be on the spring, the big screen, including Free Guy, that's with um, Ryan Reynolds. It's going to be August 13th. Mm. The King's Man, the King's Man, is now pushed back to December 22nd. Deepwater, January 14th, 2022, and Death on the Nile, which is February 11th, which is the sequel to Murder on, Murder on the Orient Express. Um, so, I, 
that big $30 price tag seems to have worked more than once for them. <laughs> well, it's the thing. Like, I, I'm, I'm involved in a lot of Disney boards and that kind of thing and, and groups and Facebook. And, um, yeah, um, they, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people bought in. A lot of people were, a lot of people are trying to see it in the theaters still. Like, they're, they, you know, they'll, they'll figure out a way to, to, to do it in the theater instead of paying $30. Cause I mean, you, you do own it. Like, you know, like, which, which, I don't know, like, because, like, I, I, I was talking to somebody about it, and they were talking about, like, you know, like, especially Black Widow was like, oh, well, yeah, it's going to be 30 bucks, and then, like, you know, they're, I'm like, yeah, but they're, like, so far, the, every movie that they've done the $30 premier access for, eventually, a few months later, they they're, they put it out on Disney Plus for free, and they're like, they're not going to do that for, for Black Widow, and I kind of go in, uh, well, they did it for everybody else. Like, I don't see why they wouldn't. And I'm like, you know, they they do have a point. I'm like, I I I, I could see like something like Black Widow because that's more of a like a bigger movie that that you know wouldn't happen. But the thing is, is that eventually it will come out on DVD. Like, and you you can spend like less the money because it's usually like twenty six bucks or something like that on Blu-ray and get a digital right. copy. You know, like, you know type of thing. Get the combo back and then you know get that get it for thirty bucks and then it's like, oh, I got the physical and the digital copy of it and it's it was cheaper than buying it on the Premier Access. Like to me, the Premier Access is just buying it for the first ones to see it, like kind of thing. Like you know, like like right. and that's 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 Disney's going to be mo like. If you if if you saw the bigger version of um, Disney, like with everything else, that's that's what they're doing. There's there, there's a lot more money being you have to invest in the Disney to do certain things like even like trips now, like are more expensive. And it's like they're you know, they're using the 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 flag of the pandemic but it's just it's just Disney making more money. They figure out a way that they can do this and make more money because they 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 know they have you because you want to see it and you'll pay that price. You'll pay for it because you like I want to see Black Widow. I'm dying to see Black Widow. It's 30 bucks. And I'm like no, I don't want to see it that badly. Like <laughs> I'll right. I'll wait it out. Like they they they've been putting it out on on on, on Disney Plus. I'll bank on that. If not, I'll definitely buy it on Blu-ray. It's like, I'd love to see it in the theater. I'd love to see it like right away. But you know, like it's, it's, that's not going to happen though. Hopefully by then the, the pandemic numbers will drop enough that, you know, the, the, like maybe in July that will be, you know, not, not even a case, you know, kind of thing. Cause right. I, I, I didn't mention too, it's like, like I'm getting the vaccine next month. So I'm a, you know, like, I could go to the theater and feel comfortable enough to go into the theater and have, you know, and feel okay with it and spend less money in the theater than I would spending 30 bucks. Though, of course, though, if I'll probably take my, have to take my uh, you know, I, you know, even if I went by myself, it doesn't matter. But anyway, yeah, I'm thinking you know, of things in my head. Like, real you still quick. get the experience of going to the movies again. Right. Like, I'm, well, I'm, glad, I'm glad to hear you're getting a vaccine. Thanks. You know, um, I'm, I get my second shot, like, in the, and I'll be fully vaccinated by uh, the end of the first week of April. Okay, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's right. Walking around, being like, what? What are you gonna do about it? Nothing. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. There's nothing you can do. You still have to wear your mask. You still have to, yeah, you know, yeah, no. adhere to the <laughs> protocols and all this kind of stuff. Because you said uh, now, but that you know the, uh, but uh, going back to the 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 whole Disney thing. So it's just like to me, it's just like like 
they they're they're going to make money. They're going to squeeze every cent out of you as they can. If you really want to see this movie, they're going to do it and they're going to be successful at it because apparently Ryan last that's why like the first movie the Mulan it didn't do as well because people are like what how dare you charge 30 bucks you know blah right. blah you know kind of thing like like that that's just terrible because now it's just like I have to own this movie forever if I get rid of my Disney subscription it's gone like I lose that 30 bucks and you're and it's just like that that didn't make sense like that just didn't equate because it's like like you can buy it through a voodoo or through, you know, other, uh, outlets, other, uh, um, streaming services. You have to buy it through Disney, uh, right. you know, kind of thing. So like that kind of changed the landscape of it. So people were, you know, now that's, that's the thing. Like, like now they're doing the premier access and like the Ryan and the last dragon apparently did very well. They were very, uh, happy with the numbers with that. And that's why this all shifted. They're like, well, great. If we, if we did this Raya, we were we weren't even sure if this was going to be a hit or not, you know, like because that's that were they were trying new concepts. They were like, great, you know what? Let's do this with uh, with with Black Widow, Cruella. You know, there's there's a list of movies that you just you know you, you talked about. It was just like, yeah, like let's let's go for it because they can change their mind at any time. It's not like this is written in stone. Like Disney, Disney can change at any moment. Like kind of thing. Now, great, they'll need a few months to. Uh, work out those details and fix it, you know, to the, to the new to the new way of doing things. But they'll do it. They'll 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 go. You know what? Yeah, you know what? We got our ass handed to us by doing the premier access. We thought this was the great idea, and it wasn't the way. So now these movies will be released in the theater, or we'll push them back till the pandemic's now over. You know, kind of thing. Because it's the thing. Like like now, more more and more states are allowing sixteen and over to get the the vaccine so now the numbers have dropped for uh the the, the i mean not dropped the the eligibility has gone up for a lot of states for 30 states here in the u.s so the theaters could come back like within the summer there could be a summer blockbuster series over again you just you don't know you know it's like it's it's everything is so up in the air until it finally happens you just don't know right so um will you buy it if uh I'm not buying a movie for 30 bucks. Fuck no, especially not digitally. I have a hard time swallowing the fact that the house series was $50 digitally. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. Like, I just, I just, in my head, and then the whole argument of like, yeah, you buy it from Disney for $30 and you have it unless you let your subscription go. No, because I'm going to be the guy that's going to be like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'll wait. Because I will buy the physical version of that movie because I do want to own the Black Widow movie. So I'll wait. I'll, fuck you. I'll I'll find it illegally before I will pay you thirty dollars. <laughs> like <laughs> fuck you and your money, Disney. For now, <laughs> like you get me in other ways. Uh, you know, like I'm not. I just can't. I, I I'm excited to see Black Widow. I like Scarlett Johansson. I like the whole concept. I'm I'm in. But this is a movie that's kind of out of place, out of time. It doesn't really fit into any of the MCU stuff, as far as I know. Like it's just, it's a flashback movie, for for the most part. I don't know how it's going to tie into anything else, and it might not. I'm okay with that too. There's just this part I am not shelling out thirty bucks to just be like, oh yeah, I'm going to temporarily own this. No, no, I will, I will, I'll, I'll, I'll get it on my own. And my, yeah, I'll, when I'm ready, <laughs> hmm. like you know, when it comes out, I'll be like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll buy it, I'll be happy with it, you know. 
but yeah, I'm not. Fuck that. I'm not paying Disney thirty dollars for a temporary ownership. That's you know, that's that's yeah. I'm not. This is not timeshare. You know, we're not. In, we're, we're not some. We're not some com- uh, couple that's going through divorce and trying to figure out who's getting a kid for the weekends. Yeah. You know, I'm not doing it. Not doing it. No sir. <laughs> like, try draw the line. <laughs> Does that answer your question? Yes. <laughs> yes. But since we're talking about Disney and stuff, I'm going to switch back to um, Marvel here. Not D- DC for a bit, because we got casting news for the Shazam sequel. Oh, really? Have you have you seen this? No, I have not. They have gotten Helen Mirren to join the cast of the new Shazam movie, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. You're kidding. Not, not only is she going to be in the movie, she's going to play Hespera, the villainous daughter of the god Atlantis. So she's going to be the bad guy in the movie. Wow. I, I, <laughs> now, I mean, a part of me, there's the, the, the what do you call it, the, the <laughs> the Marvel snobs in it. Well, they already got what's her face to be a bit Helena, so they already got an Oscar winner first. But you know, but ultimately, I'm like, really, you got you got. And now Helen Mirren is such an icon; she can do whatever the fuck she wants. She's played the queen. She's played bad guys. She's played good guys. So she's played you know everything under the sun. So I'm like, if she wants if she wants to be a bad guy in the Shazam movie. Go ahead. You know, I, I think it just makes it just that more. I like the Shazam movie, so I am excited to see her perform as a bad guy, especially if she if she does such a good role as Kate Blanchett did as Helena. Just kind of really like uh, I'm going to say double down on the evilness. Yes. You know, yeah. <laughs> So, I'm excited. What about you, Ed? That it sounds awesome. I, you know, like it, 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 it makes you, it makes you feel really good about the fact that they're willing to get stars. Like stars are willing to to perform in these movies. And I, and I know, like I've I've saw many discussions on um, online and stuff about how actors are having a hard time finding roles to. Do because of all these superhero movies coming out and basically dominating the box office and all the you know and I think we've talked about it on numerous occasions as well where they you know it's just like you how how can big time actors get these roles you know like a, 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 in a drama or something like that and it's not being you know when it comes to the box office draw they're not getting the money so investors are not putting their money in there they rather put it in the Shazam movie or the next Batman movie or the next, you know, Marvel movie, you know, Spider-Man or whatever, right. because that's going to make their, their, their return on investment, you know, easily three, four times over. So they're going to, they're going to make their money, you know, and they're not going to Helen Mirren in a, in a drama, you know, great. It's Helen Mirren, but you know, that's going to draw seats, you know, to the, to the movie. But like, if if it's not a superhero movie, then what's the point? So how Marin's going? All right, well then I'll do I'll do a Shazam movie, you know. And it's just like, and you're allowing. But to me, that's like you get now you're giving it credibility. Like Helen Mirren is not stubbing Shazam. 
<laughs> my God. Right. I mean, it's now hitting me. It's now fucking hitting me in the head. The hell you're gonna, you're gonna see Oscar winner Helen Mirren on screen with Chuck. <laughs> oh my God. It just it just it just it's like it's like it's like you're walking and you always you always see those comedies where there's the rake and you step on it and the pole hits you in the face. That's what I just got. It was like Whap! I was like, oh god. How are you here? Know, which, which, which also means too that there's could be a possibility of seeing Helen Mirren and The Rock and Chuck <laughs> all on the same screen. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> because that now slides into my next article, oh my which uh, wait, wait, you can't, you can't go, you can't go to your next article. You just can't go just yet. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's bump the brakes just a little bit on this, because now I have, because now I mean, it's just like my head is just getting. Oh my god! Helen Mirren and Chuck are going to be in the same movie, acting against each other. Oh my god! <laughs> Chuck is in for a, for a world of hurt. I mean, I Zachary mean, Levi is a quality actor. Don't get me wrong. I, I love Zachary Levi, but you're gonna—he's gonna have to bring all his acting chops, like to be able to go toe to toe with Helen Mirren. Oh my God, he's—he is fucked. I'm sorry, I—I I know there's a lot of Chuck fans. I'm a Chuck fan. Don't get me wrong. But man, oh man, Helen, no. <laughs> oh my God, that caliber, jeez. Uh, but it's <laughs> okay. I'm good now. Let's let's move well, on. Well, okay, Ed. My next article also has to deal with Shazam esque. Okay. All right, ready, Ed? Yes. Apparently, in the Black Adam movie, they're bringing in Doctor Fate. Oh, I, I did see something like this, but I forget who it was. It's Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> so, yeah. James Bond himself is going to play Dr. Fate, which I think is also really good casting. But now there could be a moment in time and space in some other world where you're going to have The Rock, Pierce Brosnan, Helen Mirren, and Zachary Levi all on screen together. <laughs> now, I can see Pierce and Helen Mirren being together on screen in the past. Like, they're both predominantly big movie stars you know they've had their share of of accolades and stuff but then you throw Dwayne the Rock Johnson in there and then you throw Zachary Levi and you're going what has the world come to when you're getting so, like and I again I, I do agree that the, there is a certain level of well they're making so many super mo- superhero movies that our traditional actors are feeling left out but I also think it might be something more towards the quality of the movies because um, Winter Soldier is a really, really good movie by itself. You can take out Captain America, but you can still make it a good spy movie, and it's got Robert Redford in it. Mm. Back when Robert Redford was in it, we were talking about going having him in that movie is so weird and strange because you're like, this is fucking Robert Redford, and he's standing next to fucking Scarlett, you know, we call it Scarlett Johansson, like Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Like, you gotta be, you're kidding, right? But it, it was like, okay, well, there's gonna be this new 
renaissance i think that he helped start the the trend of one might say legitimate actors and i hate using that phrase because i feel like they're all legitimate well I mean, it's the same but you 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 know like like the 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 people the, the people they get for the the main roles of these movies i mean they're good actors yeah you, know, you you the they they have proven themselves in other roles and they have and they have gone out and there, there's and they've gotten actors that had good roles, and they've put him in, like you know, like Black Panther, uh, Chadwick Boseman. I mean, he was in, in a lot of good movies before he got yeah. Black Panther. So you go, you know, he proved himself to be Black Panther. But you, you, but like like Glenn Close, you know, like the, the right. in Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, she was in a minor role, but it's Glenn Close in Guardians of the Galaxy with with the guy from the <laughs> Parks and Rex. You know, like I was right. like, you, go, you go, wow, like this, this, this. Glenn Close must have been like, like going, oh, I can't get any good movies, so I'm going to have to do this. Um, but but uh, the first Captain America, um, oh, God, I can't think of the general's name, the the guy who played the... Uh, oh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, shit. Right, Two-Face. Um, yes. Fuck. God damn it, Ed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. <laughs> God damn it. What the fuck? I'm going to have to... <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Stacy just shouted out Aaron Eckert. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones, the original Two-Face. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was like, Aaron Eckert, he was Two-Face. I'm like... She's not wrong. She's she, she she's like yeah, but I meant in the course of our conversation, we were talking about the OG Two Face. <laughs> so, all right. but yeah. you, you, you have these actors like that. You go, you're going. You, you know what he did? You know what this person did? You know, like I think, you know, and you, like, but even like you know, like like uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. I mean, he was a phenomenal actor you know kind of thing and it's like this sure. this i mean of course being iron man kind of re gave him resurgence in terms of the uh uh you know his career because i think it was wasn't doing too well in the early 2000s so you go it, it's 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 great to, to see him you know uh do this but it's less like but they get tommy lee jones and, and robert redford and glenn close and, and now helen mirren and you're going you're going wow, like you know, like it's it's amazing. It's 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 just it's just truly amazing. It just adds that depth of you're going, you know. But it's a thing. Like I, I, I only think having these actors are still gonna, uh, still not gonna give legitimacy to these movies because a lot of the a lot of Hollywood consider these popcorn nothing movies. You know, like, right. like to them it's just a waste of time. You know, like. Uh, what do you call it when he did Joker and he he, he talked about like how uh, you know um, God what's it Jack Nicholson no the he, director he, 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 oh there was a producer the, there for the Joker but uh, oh Joaquin Phoenix <laughs> no the direct the producer of the Joker movie are we talking about the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie yes that's the one that's the movie okay. Um, Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. <laughs> or Spielberg, like, it was like years ago when we were doing this live, 
like he was talking about how like this is a fad and this these superhero movies will disappear like you know like and just you know move we'll move on to the next thing that kind of thing like he you know he he didn't think that this was going to this was going to survive like much longer uh you know kind of you know uh and i just i i just i don't know i just <laughs> There's there's that thing where you you know it's like doesn't matter what they do you know like the, the people that have like the power are just gonna just dismiss these as nothing movies you know and it's just like well I like them I enjoy them I spend millions right. of dollars basically or you know hundreds of dollars on this stuff just to to enjoy it <laughs> like what the fuck so well here on on a completely unrelated note on casting I saw an article where that uh. Um, there, Steven Spielberg tapped Seth Rogen for a major role in next film, loosely based on director's childhood. Seth Rogen's going to play his favorite uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I, apparently, sources tell Deadline, Dateline, Deadline that Seth Rogen is set to play the favorite uncle of young Spielberg in an untitled pick from Amblem that already has Michelle Williams on board to play a role inspired by Spielberg's mom with a separate and original voice. <laughs> All right. You know, giving, giving how personal the story is, it will also mark the first time since 2001's AI that Spielberg will partake in screenwriting duties, uh, co-writing the script with Tony Kushner, who has penned several Spielberg movies. So... That's uh, completely unrelated. I just thought it was like, a, oh, <laughs> just, and you see that Seth Rogen laugh in a Spielberg movie. Um, <laughs> all right, and uh, it's time to get some controversial stuff in here. Oh, really? We, yes. We don't do enough of that around here. All right, go ahead. Okay, well, first off, um, just so you know, uh, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but somebody mentioned it that. Ten percent of the Snyder Cut movie is in slow motion. Just, just, just let you know that. <laughs> somebody, somebody did the math. Figured somebody out. did the math. Um, it was um, total of twenty-four minutes and seven seconds was in slow motion. Incidentally, <laughs> 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 uh, taken out, taken without credits. The film comes in at three hours and fifty-three minutes and seven seconds. Making it ten point three thirty five percent of the sh- of all shot material included in the film. Um, just in case, if you're interested, it was just always like an interesting little factoid. But that's not the controversy part, Ed. The controversy <laughs> part so. is the controversy part. Here's it's where Michael Keane is unsure about returning as Batman. Oh, would, uh, yep. Keane is having second thoughts about reprising his role as the Dark Knight. Uh, for months, we've heard rumors swirling around that Michael Keaton will reprise his role as the Cape Crusader. The actor is expected to play once again in the forthcoming movie The Flash, as well as a potential Batman Beyond television series. Now, it seems the actor is having second thoughts about returning to the, to the Dark Knight. Speaking of the deadline, Michael Keaton expressed certain concerns about becoming Batman once again. There's a quote, I am needing a minute to think about it because I'm so fortunate and blessed. I've got so much going on now. I'm really into work right now. I don't know why, but I am. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, to tell you the truth, somewhere on my iPad is an iteration of the whole Flash thing that I haven't had time to read yet. I called them and said, I have to be honest with you, I can't look at anything right now, so I'm deep into this thing that I'm doing. 
Uh, Keaton also expressed concern about the pandemic, particularly in the part of the world where so much filming is happening right now, uh, including the forthcoming Batman movie. He's like, to be honest with you, you know what worries me more than anything about all this stuff? It's COVID. I'm more concerned. I keep my eye on more on the COVID situation in the UK than anything. That will determine everything. It, and so that's why I'm living outside the city here on 17 acres away from everybody because that COVID thing has got me really concerned. So that's my first thing about all projects. I look at it and I go, is this thing going to kill me? Literally. And you know, if it doesn't, then we talk. <clears throat> so there you have it. I mean, that's kind of, I feel like, all right. I mean, clearly he's looking out for himself and his his his, his life, which why not? He should. You know, I'm but I'm, I'm still like, waiting for the controversy here. I don't, maybe I'm missing no, 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 something. No, 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 no I'm, I'm I'm easing into it, Ed. Oh, okay, <clears throat> okay, because I want to get some of these out of my controversy number one. All right, let's go with a guess. What happened to Batwoman? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never guess. Please tell. Apparently, they recast Kate Kane. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, apparently, Batwoman recast Ruby Rose's uh, Wallace Day to play Kate Kane in season two. So, this is not even like we're going to give a whole season to the the new girl. We're going to bring in a completely new Kate Kane. (laughs) <laughs> so and now this is last week we just talked about them talking to Ruby Rose and she she'd be willing to reprice her role and she said you know like obviously well I made the joke that she clearly was annoyed by that because she made a comment about how she's doing other things but if the script was right and all that kind of stuff then we would maybe possibly kind of thing however somebody at the CW went yeah fuck that we're hiring someone else because <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be it's someone's it's it's going to be the second half of Batwoman season two. Uh, back in August of 2018, Ruby Rose was cast as Kate Kane for the series. Um, it didn't receive much praise, um, but <laughs> uh, let's see. Rose uh, it was after season one aired. It was announced that Rose would not be returning for season two. Uh, Rose's onset injury is one of the reasons the actress decided to step away from the role. Uh, and the intense hate the actress received also likely had something to do with her departure. Rather than recasting Kane, uh, Jev- uh, I'm going to miss Brandon's name, so screw it. Uh, Ms. Leslie became the star of season two, playing a brand new character named Ryan Wyler, who also is the first black iteration of Batwoman. It was believed that Rose might return as Batwoman to explain the character's disappearance at some point. However, Deadline now reports that actress Wallace Day will step in to play Kate this season. How exactly the casting will be explained on the show has yet to be revealed, but they will be playing an altered version of Kate Kane, apparently. Now, if anybody's watched season two, Kate Kane's plane went down in a plane crash, so... Hey, the magic of facial reconstruction, you can create a whole completely different look for the girl. (laughs) Something you could have thought about before you recast the role. Well, you know, that's that's the thing. Like, I I think they went with the decision. The decision did not go well. And that's the reason why they're doing this. It's 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 the standard fare of like they don't know like what to do at this point, because apparently like they're like none of the fans are happy with the season two. I I haven't seen it. so I can't tell you 
first I've seen one episode. That's it. I, see the first episode when I was out and, and that haven't looked back. Right. <laughs> and it's like, you know, like, like I, 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 I kind of re- revisit the whole thing and go, well, like, well, maybe I should watch. Cause like season one was available in voodoo for like cheap. It was like, like five bucks <clears> or something like that. And I'm thinking I should have <laughs> bought it, but then I'm like, no, it's season one of, of a show that I'll watch like once and be dis, dis you know, dis, discussed it with and then like you know and regret it but because it's like I, I really want to I really want to see this like firsthand like you know and go through this and go all right you know what I I want the mile in the shoes here and going I I, I you know I can say firsthand this is what I think you know like I think but I'm going to still do this anyway because you know it's the show uh, <laughs> so so um but like like I've I keep a tab on like you know based on like internet and stuff like that watching like different boards and stuff and people talk about it and they're like they're just not thrilled with the they're, they're a lot of the vloggers and stuff are not thrilled with who they have and it's not really the actress's fault it's just what they what Warner Brothers did or the CW did or whoever did to this to make it you know because of what what they did they I mean in a way I guess they thought that. Ruby Rose would have come back and they figured like let's like give her some time off and like you know work this out or they go you know what let's let's and 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 this is where where the controversy is going to come in you know like let's make her a black woman where it's now becoming like you know like like now we're adding more culture to our show so now we're going to get more viewers like that's that's how I think they thought Right, but when they hired her, they made sure they understand that the, the whole audience in all America that knew that they were going to hire a person of color who was also a lesbian. Mm-hmm. You know, they put it right out there on Front Street that, hey, this is what we're doing, this is what we're looking for, and this is what the action is going to be. Now, take that for the grain of salt. I mean, I'm perfectly fine. You cast the best person for the role. But you also have to deal with viewership. I think that the, the move felt very too um, catering to uh, an audience just to, for the sake of saying they did it. You know, I, they, they could have just recast Kate Game from the beginning and just transitioned it to something else. They could have, like, the best. You, you, the, to me, the, God, the best thing they would have done was just get another white girl to play her. I know it sounds terrible, but. The casual viewer is not watching Batwoman. It's the right. it's the fan. It is the fan that's watching it, and that's who they're when they want Kate Kane. That's that's the long short of it. There's no other reason. So it's like, oh, she it should be better if she's black, or better if she was Latino, better if she was Asian. No, that's not what they want because it because I mean she could have been Kate Kane and black woman. Do it that sure. way, like you know, kind of thing. Like, don't even, don't even address the fact that it's a different person. Just, you know, all of a sudden now it's it's a black woman and she's Kay Kane. That's it, right? I mean, look, it's working for James Bond for fifty years, so right. Like, you could have, you could have just rolled over with a whole new actress. They've they've done it in other TV shows. You know, they introduce a new character, or they just say, hey, it's the same character, just different actors doing it, like, and let it go. Right. But they didn't. They they purposely made these choices and. I, again, if the season has, they're reaping the the they're selling their oats, I guess, or reaping the rewards. They made their own bed and now they got a lion. It is basically what it comes to. That's the phrase I was looking for. (laughs) You know, and of course, the most recent episode was called "Survived Much Worse." Started to give uh, viewers answers because the they haven't 
Kate's character has disappeared. Um, it was revealed that Kate was alive, but just injured beyond recognition due to a plane crash over Gotham City. Right now, it's currently unknown how the big how big a role Kane will play in the future episodes of the show. Uh, that being said, with Day being cast as a role, it's safe to assume the original Batwoman is about to get a lot more screen time. Um, she Wallace is an up and coming actress, but she has had experience on a superhero show. She played um, Nisa Vex on the sci fi show Krypton. Uh, all all twenty episodes apparently, so she was a season regular. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with Wallace playing a, quote, altered version of Rose's character, this could start an interesting storyline for the series of possibly increasing, with, and possibly increasing ratings for the CW. Uh, so, now that Wallace has been cast, it's likely Batwoman will start answering more questions on Kate, Kate's disappearance. Um, yeah, I, 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 to me, this sounds, this just smells of, Oh my God, we screwed up. How are we going to fix it? Well, you know, that's the reason why we put her in a plane crash. So that way we can, if we had to bring her back, we could. And you didn't even give the girl, the new girl, half a season. You know, it, it just, I like, how long were you going to, because it, they're talking about her being cast for the second half of the series, which I don't know if they've taken any time off or, or they're filming right now. Like, it's kind of, <clears throat> I don't know how, like, how I, they, of course, they talk to, um, they talk to Wallace Day, breaking her silence of joining on season two. Um, she's like, uh, I guess I'm starting it. It's probably on her Twitter account. Uh, where is it? Let me get the, let me get the quote. So that way we're all, oh, come on. I fucking hate pop up ads. Hate them. Hate them. Ed, hate them. All right, let's see. Uh, 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 uh. Well, uh, I, uh, super, super excited to finally announce I'm joining the cast of Batwoman. I'm sure you can imagine how much this means to me and how incredible working on the, how incredible it's been working on the show so far. Um, everyone made me feel so welcome and amazing being back home with my DC family because you know obviously she was you know in um, the we call it the fucking Krypton show. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, <clears throat> they actually uh, do. I have it. I think I had a moment of uh, here, Ed. Why? Why Batwoman recast Kate Kane so soon after Ruby Rose's exit? All right. Um, <clears throat> Laying on Kate me. Kane, ready? Here yep. you go. This is from showrunner Caroline Dries. She said it in an interview with Variety. Quote, it would have been a clunky transition between season one and season two if we just had we just if we had just full blown recast Kate Kate with no organic story behind it. Would it have been? <laughs> would it have been? No. No like, I, I, like, I, I disagree. I highly disagree. I, like, hey, season two, new actress, enough said. Right. <laughs> like you could have just been like, and then just not mention it, or just not bring it up anymore. Like this is where Kate, this is where we're going with Kate. You can still have the same storyline, just a completely different actress. You could have even written in the fact that she got into a horrible accident, disfigured accident. You could have had the plane crash. Recall her buddies on the show could have found her, put her back into like some isolation, and did reconstructive surgery on her. And then wham, bam, Bob's your uncle, new Batwoman, new face, 
same attitude. You know, I, I was just saying, like, I, I think that's the thing. Like, I like that. That sorry to say, that kind of thinking is just the what the problem is. The fact is, is that like people they can't they can't think that the people can accept the fact that a different actress is playing the same character like that 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 boggles my mind like you're you're i, I mean like like i i do say that a lot of times when i'm talking about like marketing stuff it's like sometimes you have to you know uh, go to the lowest common denominator blah 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 you know and those kind of things uh, you know so you, so you have to cater to the you know the the people that can't keep up but like in some of these cases it's like that's not the case like this is this is something that's just like it's a risky move. Don't get me wrong; it's risky to switch just switch the actors out and go on like nothing happens. And and everybody goes, "Wait, well, that's not the same actors that played last season." And you might have to do some press work with it, for whatever reason you know to come you know type of thing to you know to, to explain to people why like like why Ruby Rose left the show because that's the thing. I mean, like like. It was all up in the air. Like we didn't know why for like a long time. Why Ruby <laughs> right. Rose like from season one, season two, and all that kind of stuff. And you're going, and then you're going maybe because we, we they all know she's a horrible actress because that's the only thing we could think of. Right. And then you, know, if, you, you compound the the injury she received on set, her not being well liked by fans, and her kind of mediocre acting could have been the reason why they're like, yeah, you know what? She quote unquote quit, you know, slash fired. And then we're just going to recast. <laughs> Say you could, you could. I mean, did, Warner Brothers could, or, or CW, whoever, could have said anything at all, and it wouldn't matter. They could have, they could have took the high road with it and go and Ruby Rose, uh, just couldn't do the project anymore, or something like that. Like gave gave her like the high and mighty road, like you know, out. Right. You could have said you know that she's actually a singer from Australia, so she you know you could have you could have painted it in a nice political correct way of saying like look her she's got a her busy schedule is it clashes with being on set so we have we've come to a they call it creative differences everyone knows creative differences is a thing where it usually means it's a bullshit logic it's a bullshit reason but everyone kind of goes oh creative difference i mean someone didn't get along with someone else but right. i never tell you the full story yeah so let it be talked about in like in a convention five years from now right you know, or, or someone will have a tell-all book, like when Ruby, Ruby Rose decides to write a tell-all book about her one year on the set of Batwoman. She'll explain, you know, that, or that, or someone who's a showrunner on CW. Greg Berlanti, when he decides to write his autobiography, he might talk about it. But until then, it, sometimes the audience is stupid, but sometimes the audience is also real smart. They're willing to accept those kind of changes, like you said. So I think they they could have just taken the they could have just with a leap of faith, just been like, we're going to change the actress. Because according to this interview, she also did say that they never intended to kill off the character, and her plan was always to bring Kate Kane back to the show in some way. That's fine, and I, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. I just don't think they they were going to do it within the middle of the second season. I think that they were going to wait to make like season three, season four, because we were talking about that. Like, how soon do you think they're going to reintroduce Kate Kane as an F if season two does go? Like, how long does CW give Batwoman uh, a show when after your your lead actress leaves after season one, you change actress, you change a completely, make a completely different character for season two that's not being really well received? And it's kind of grumbling. How long do you give them before you, A, cancel the series, or two, find a way to bring Kate Kane back in the series? They didn't even give it half a season. You know, it's clearly I. I'd be surprised if this show makes it to season four. At this point, 
And I'm being generous. I'm saying I'm going to give. I was saying, I, like, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to do a season three. I really don't. Like, like I'm, I'm thinking like that they've got like, that's the thing. Like I, 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 I really think that the reason why they're doing this is because they're trying to save this season and see how the numbers do for the rest of the year. Like if they're going, right. all right, we're bringing Kate Kane back. You know, it's a different actress, but we're bringing her back, blah, blah, blah. Let's see how this does. Like, let's just sit on it and, and wonder. And then by the end of the season going, can we renew this? Because there's a lot of shows that the CW switching around with and they're trying like different shows that, you know, that they're, 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 they're putting into their, into their lineup that like, they like I I've, I I have a funny feeling that we're not going to see much more DC shows, superhero shows on, um, you you know like like I know the 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 Superman show is doing really well, um, which I haven't watched, but you know it's I've heard a lot of good things about it, and uh, um, uh, you know Flash is not doing so well, or well, my opinion anyway. I've been watching it every every week, and it's. I'm like I'm kind of over it. I'm 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 just I'm just doing this because I'm I'm a glutton for punishment. I'm like I'm, I want to see how this ends. I want to see how this the season rolls <laughs> out because it is it is so oh my god like it what's what's the what's the what's the 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 the, the what those warriors called the uh, 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 social justice warriors Legends of tomorrow no oh, so, okay social <laughs> justice warriors have taken over Flash. <clears throat> Because it's just like the way he's winning, he's talking his way out of thing and 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 talking about love and you know you you had you know like you had love in you once and you know blah 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 and you're going uh, and then okay. they, they he's, he's doing, yeah he's talking he's not fighting <laughs> yeah. his way out of it remember not, the good old days right remember the good old days with the flash would punch somebody <laughs> yeah and it because. It, 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 because you know there was like the the average cadaver guy was this past week and you know and he you know apparently like because of the multiverse and all he he had visions of him being somebody else with kids and all and that was all taken away from him you know and, and so he wants to come back and destroy flashes basically future you know like type of thing and you know since since he didn't disappear in the in the future uh, you know that's like that destroyed the whole thing. So he talks him out of it. Like, would your family let you do this? You know, it's you know, what would your what would your wife and your kids say to you? You know, if if they saw what you were doing now, blah blah blah. And he turns himself around basically, and then all of a sudden, this big, huge, hulking monster, and it looks like a the Hulk with a ponytail. That's what it looked like. I swear to God, if you see this week's episode, <laughs> and he kills the guy. And now Flash feels terrible that this guy dies. He was trying to destroy the city with this like a uh, 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 bomb, like uh, this this antimatter bomb. And 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 now like now that Flash, you know, like this, the, he changes his mind and and says he's not going to do it. All of a sudden now, like the, you know, like now Flash is like all upset that he's gone. Like I think and I'm like. Oh God! Like, uh, <laughs> and it's just like, and then of course the, the 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 big hulking guy takes the bomb, and you know they thought they were gonna use the bomb to destroy the guy, and here the the the, the guy just like eats it or whatever or, or smashes oh, it up. Okay. I forget what it was. He he squishes it and he takes the 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 impact the explosion, and you're like, how's the Flash going to beat this guy? Because he takes off like he just jumps out of nowhere like and disappears, and you're like. 
this is terrible. <laughs> that's all I can think of. I'm like just standing there, like stunned, going, sitting there, going, uh, "This is just terrible." Like, like this last week's was worse, but this got worse. Like, <laughs> this was terrible. Like, I'm like, wow. holy, holy smokes! Like, uh, I, I kind of want to see like how much worse this is going to get. Like, that's not for the enjoyment of it, just for the for the sheer horror of it. And you're going, right. and you're and you're going. Yeah, I don't. I don't really don't see like much of DC being around much longer. I mean, they canceled Supergirl's last season. I think is this year. If it didn't happen already, I'm not even paying attention to that no, one. No, no, it's, it's coming out soon. Yeah, so so that's that's gonna that's gonna end. You know, kind of thing. You got the Superman show. It's just like okay, that's one. You know, I'm like I'm like if Flash, if they keep going with this, I mean, I I I haven't checked the ratings. You know, I usually check the ratings to see how they're doing. You know, kind of thing. But I can't see them having good ratings for that you know now i'm gonna to have to look it up <laughs> right uh well well they actually ruby rose did actually post uh, a tweet apparently she says i'm sorry i didn't congratulate wallace day yesterday i knew about the casting beforehand and i didn't know when it aired so i forgot to but i'm stoked for her i'm um, seeing all the things i'm tagged in with people sad or wondering how i felt i feel great i have nothing but good vibes so she is being very professional about it. Okay, <laughs> but also probably very relieved. I I I I think they probably gave her some kind of stippet and and she took it and she moved on. I mean that's that's how I see, you know, basically uh, Ruby Rose doing it. Like just not really Ruby Rose. I mean like any of the actors or actresses that get kind of you know not really pushed aside, but like you know like like. Cause you you I can't you can't I don't know I just, you just can't say to me that like Ruby Rose was was like on board like like she knew her she was done like kind of thing because she she lied she she was basically um uh, um she got hurt on on thing and then she, she reaggravated her 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 thing on this movie that she wasn't supposed to do and now you know like it basically like like came back and like what is she gonna do like what like how you know what is she gonna say she's gonna just go you know congratulations or whatever and 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 then you know move move on you know like that's that's the way it is and i'm as as i'm as i'm looking at the uh uh um at the viewership here i'm sorry to say about flash uh the first episode of the flash was uh on march 2nd it got 1 million viewers um, wow, that's a, that's not a lot. And then uh, the next week it got point nine nine, so it's uh, nine hundred ninety thousand viewers. And uh, this this past week uh, was uh, not uh, nine hundred eighty thousand viewers. Right. Uh, uh, oh, and, and then then uh, there was another one here. I'm sorry. Was, this was this past week's actually the same amount as the week before. So nine hundred eighty thousand viewers. Are uh, so it's not okay. even getting at a million views. Yeah. So like he he was averaging like one point six one point two range kind of uh, one point two to one point right. six million per week that he was getting as I'm looking at the other ones two million uh, at some points over two million um, so his viewership is dropping uh, okay so yeah so there you go so um, yeah I, I, I you know I don't recommend the Flash. But if you want to see what social justice war, because that's that's if you look at it, that's what it looks like to me. I could be wrong, and somebody somebody correct me if I'm wrong. 
but I'll tell you what I think. But that's 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 the like you know you go and you go and yeah, this is not any kind of any kind of superhero movie, TV show, any drama kind of thing. I mean, there I know there's there there there's it's a soap opera for guys or for for boys or whatever or for comic book lovers or however you want to put it. I don't care. I mean, I know I, I probably hurt some people's feelings especially <laughs> the girls like how oh, does i read comic books you asshole like i'm sure you read the flash I'm, I'm 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 sorry you're right you know like but like for any comic book viewer goal got a person's going going what the fuck like like love like that's your that's your l like i can't stop <laughs> him so i'm gonna use love i'm gonna talk him out of him i'm like yeah flash is a talker <laughs> he's he's very he's very personal he's a he's that he's that kind of a superhero it's like no like you know like like this that's just ridiculous like like i can't believe anybody on that staff but like yeah good idea let's do that well Okay, well now I'm I'm gonna let's 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 start. This is gonna be a series of articles. Okay, and it's gonna go from like, like, uh, this has to do with the Zack Snyder's Justice League. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna take you on a ride, Ed. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. This goes back to Variety uh, um, earlier in the week. They Warner Media Warner Media's and Sarnoff on Zack Snyder's Justice League and DC's future. All right, so let me see if I can get some quotes. Um, what did you? Why did you decide to release his X Snyder's Justice League? Um, she's like, we wanted to give Zach the opportunity to complete his vision in a four-hour movie, which is impossible to do in theaters. We're happy that we have HBO Max to let the rope out as we were allowed, as as it were, and allow the fans to see all four hours of Zach's vision. Well, what are your plans going forward for the DC? Well, we've got incredible groups of creators, television series, blah, blah, blah. We're basically brought in the base of the talent we work with in DC because we're so excited on the potential build out of the DC multiverse. Um, that's one of the reasons why I was hired almost two years ago. The before and after was it, um, let's see, my mantra coming in was to make it bigger and broader. And we really went to surprise and delight the fans with more con- connective tissue across the various media and platforms. I'm talking movies, HBO Max, television, and our game division. All right, well, so the Snyder Cut came out about about because of fan campaign online. Do you feel like you need to strike a balance between being responsive to fans and charting your own course as a company? How responsive do you believe DC should be? Here again, this is where it starts to get kind of antsy. We're always going to listen to our fans. But we're in the service of the broadest fan base, and we owe them an integrated, holistic strategy. We are the shepherds of the franchise, and hopefully when the fans see what we've got in store, they'll know that DC is in good hands across many different platforms with many different creators. We want different voices in the mix. For certain fans that, for certain fans that want singular voices, they may be disappointed. But we would ask them to be patient and see what we've got in store because perhaps the newer voices in the mix will have just as compelling stories to tell. On balance, of course, you want to listen to your fans, but we do want to stay true to our vision and our mission for DC and build upon that. Okay, so that to me just translates into the, look, we're not doing any more Snyder movies. You got your one. Let's move on. (laughs) Uh, The question was, but there's also a... There's also been a toxic side of the fandom, which reports that critics and some of your executives have received threats for not endorse, endorsing the Snyder Cut 
or for being perceived as standing in the way of its release. What's your reaction to that behavior? She responds, we're not listening, we're not tolerating any of that. The behavior is, that behavior is reprehensible no matter what franchise you're talking about or what business you're talking about. It's completely unacceptable. I'm very disappointed in the fans that have chosen to go that go that negative place with regards to DC, with regards to some of our executives. It's just disappointing because we want this to be a safe place. We want DC to be a fandom that feels safe and inclusive. We want people to be able to speak up for things they love, but we don't want it to be a culture of canceling things that any small faction isn't happy with. We're not about that. We're about positivity and celebration. Um, so then it goes on. The campaign for hashtag release Snyder Cut has moved to a new phase. It's now restore the Snyderverse. What's your reaction to this new campaign? I appreciate that they love Zach's work and that we're very thankful for his many contributions to DC. We're just so happy that he could bring his cut of Justice League to life because that wasn't the plan until about a year ago. With that comes the completion of his trilogy. We're very happy we've done this. We're very excited about the plans we have for multidimensional DC characters that are being being developed right now. Okay, so that's no more Snyder stuff, right? Yes. So then it's the follow-up question is, will there be more of these director's cuts? Will we see David Ayer's cut of the Suicide Squad? Uh, This is one line. We won't be be developing David, David Ayer's cut. Plain and simple. Boom. Right out that. Um, <laughs> um, then it you know, talks about um, that's kind of more like the, the meat of the thing. That's what most people were focusing on in this in this article. Because what happened after that, and because of that, you know, then they've all decided the Snyder bots, the Snyder zombies, I think they're called, um, decided to tweet out hashtag restore the Snyder first they've, they've created another campaign right mm-hmm. which is called hashtag restore the Snyderverse campaign now this as of two days ago has was reached of the one million tweets in support of Zack Snyder's version of the DCEU continuing uh, devoted fans of Zack Snyder's Justice League have succeeded in getting the hashtag restore the Snyderverse to trend worldwide with over a million tweets According to Discussing Film, the hashtag Restore the Snyderverse hashtag appeared under Twitter's entertainment trending topics on March 25th with the description, fans are campaigning for Snyderverse to be completed by Justice League director Zack Snyder, allowing him to finish his DC Extended Universe plan. The screenshot shared at the time said it had 1.01 million tweets. All right. So... Snyder fans coordinated to tweet tweeted out in specific times worldwide in order to convince Warner Brothers to allow Zack Snyder to continue his ver- vision of the DCEU. Uh, it contains numerous Easter eggs and teases for sequels to his Snyder cut, most notably in the film's nightmare epilogue scene and the appearance of Martian Manhunter. However, while Warner, Mother- Warner Media Studios CEO and Sarnoff recently asked fans to be patient post-Snyder cut, even if the studio's plan for the DCEU did not involve Zack Snyder. And again, it goes back to the quote that we're always listening to our fans, but, you know, like, hey, enough's enough. Um, You know, (laughs) so because of that and because of the million tweets, nothing, this is where I feel like 
it starts getting to the problem that stuff like this happens. You give them an inch, they take a mile. Mm-hmm. You give them what they want. You know what? Here, here we're going to restore the Snyderverse. And let's face it. They were doing it for their own means. I don't think they were really doing it for the fans. They were doing it for an opportunity to gain subscribers for HBO Max. So they, they pay out the money. They get it done. And then, of course, the people who are worshipping this cut of the movie as like the end-all, be-all superhero movie, which... I. It, I don't believe that it is. It's entertaining. I will go on record and say that it was entertaining, but it still is the same plot, same idea. You know, it's just a longer version of, of the same movie, the mm-hmm. same overall overarching plot. Mm-hmm. Um, changed my mind. You know, the players are not, just because you, you introduced Darkseid, Steppenwolf was still trying to find the boxes, not for, not for his own game, but for the Darkseid's game. Same plot, finding those boxes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, it's that, however, because of that movie coming out, now they want a mile. Now they want the, well, he, Zack Snyder, should be able to finish his vision. Warner Brothers, fuck you, fuck your plans, we don't care about your, you know. I, the way I see it, first of all, I'm, I'm, a million tweets, that's great and all, hashtag whatever, hashtag my ass. It's a million people. If a million people see a movie once, it's what, $100 million? Maybe $200 million? That's the budget alone for some of these movies. That ain't enough to make a movie or make a series. Where they, well, like, that's, you, but, yeah, but that's not even enough. That is not enough money. That's the it's problem. Like, because, I mean, they, they're in the $900 million range, like almost a billion dollars for their movies by the time the marketing and all that kind of stuff comes out. So for so like even if even if you give them the $200 million budget like and they go, all right, we're, we're, we got those ticket sales because based off of all these tweets and stuff like they – like people would see it, you know, kind of thing. And you're going, well, you got to factor in it. Like there's a, there's a, the equation you got to figure into the people that are not tweeting it, but would still see it and blah, blah, blah. But it's still not enough. There is not there that you would have to be in the billions, the billions of tweets to do that. There is no way that there, you're, you're going to get what you want on a million tweets. It's just not enough. Right. I, I, it's a drop in a, it's a drop in a very big bucket. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but, it brings up this whole like this is where it turns into for me this gatekeeping bullshit I'm more important than everything else because this is what I want because what's happening now is is that not only do in the hashtag but apparently the restore the Stunderverse supporters have already started review bombing Godzilla versus Kong which is the next movie that's coming out on HBO Max you know and, and I'm my personal opinion on the movie, whether whether it be good or bad, is is irrelevant. You know, I just think that your toxic fandom is now purposely going after more of like how does that how is that positively impacting your mission statement? You know, to be honest, uh, I mean, and I don't think it's all of them. I think this is one of those cases where a few bad apples spoil the bunch. You know, like you get those people. Like um, here, the article goes goes basically it's uh, with fans of Zack Snyder's Justice League anxious to restore this Snyderverse. Some have taken aim at Warner Brothers by reviewing review bombing their latest movie Godzilla vs Kong. Um, it, even though it doesn't arrive until March 31st, but the movie is already playing in some countries overseas. While the reviews 
while reviews from bigger online outlets have been overly positive, the crossover does have an 80, 78% of Rotten Tomatoes with the official review embargo set to lift tomorrow. And that being um, tomorrow being the 29th. So this is already old. Uh, however, IMDb, the movie score is already slipping. A quick look at the ratings for Godzilla vs. Kong. The show, the site shows quite a few of one-star ratings, but it's not because of those who watched it weren't impressed. Instead, the negative verdicts come from fans of Zack Snyder's Justice League and supporters of the increasingly popular hashtag Restore the Snyderverse hashtag. Uh, here's some quotes. I'm never going to support WB slash DC Films in any way, at any cost, until they restore the Snyderverse, reads one review. Give us what we want, Warner Brothers. Listen to your audience for once and look at satisfaction over profit. <laughs> that, just, that statement alone makes me giggle. I mean, clearly that person's not in any way, shape, or form in any kind of real business. <laughs> uh, another fan says on this site, our favorite, however, uh, might be, Please Zack, Snyder, please, Zack Snyder is one of the best directors ever. Zack Snyder Cut is a masterpiece. Oh, and the person, we've tidied up the grammar a little bit. Um, it's worth noting that these fans have only managed to knock the score down from down to 7.5 out of 10. So there's probably a long way to go before the studio takes any kind of notice of this. Uh, part of the hashtag release Snyder Cut campaign, it did evolve did involve review bombing though not to mention hijacking twitter threads of unrelated water media properties like sesame street uh, I, this is I, this is where i kind of feel like um this is where the toxic fandom comes in for me it's like okay now you're gonna go and try to bully your way to get what you want but I feel like you know what you bullied your way into getting the center cut in the first place you know what I mean well that's the thing like I, I see that's that's the thing like I, the the here, here's here's my take on this I think that when they were thinking when 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 HBO was going and Warner Brothers was going let's make a streaming app let's compete against the big boys Let's 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 put our hand. What do we have to do to beat it? And they go, well, you know what? Everybody's bitching about the Snyder cut. They want to see what Snyder's vision was because of all this controversy that came around it when Josh Sweden re- released his version of it, and you 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 you, you know like like and, and they go, well, that that's the perfect vehicle, the launching pad, basically, to to get us into you know the subscription and then of course you know like they're like well it won't be ready in time for launch day but like all right well we'll 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 do something else and of course obviously they did with like wonder woman and other things that they they released so they made all these promises and you know like they were they were going so it it didn't matter what what the snyder cut was like that's that's the thing like that that they're banking on whether it was good or bad was not in in Warner Brothers' best interest, like they, they didn't care. Like they're like, it's like, it it is what it is. It's going to get us subscriptions because that's the only way they're going to see this. So we're we're going to at least get a guaranteed, you know, whatever. And I'm like, people like the and it's that their hope is that their their people are going to forget to cancel their subscriptions, basically. That and that's that's all that matter. Whether whether it, it could have been the best four hours of anybody's life. 
and you know, and I'm apparently some of them there was it was. I mean, yeah, some people think this is like the end all be on. I'm like, really? Did you? I mean, like you're gonna make the film what it is, however you want it. You wanted this film so bad, like right. happy congratulations. Like you got what you wanted, you know, right. great, you know, like kind of thing. Awesome. You know, kind of thing. And it's just like, you know, but Warner brothers did not care. They just didn't care. They, they're like, they're like, it doesn't matter. We're throwing money in for our streaming service. That's all they were doing. Like, right. We'll, they didn't we'll, give a shit. If they, this was a money making ploy from them from day one. Right. And that's, that's all it, it was. And it works. It's got, nothing, it's got nothing about artistic value or artistic. They're going to paint it that way because, you know, they're going to want to be like, oh, they want to be the heroes so you can sign up. Right. You know, like, oh, no, we're going to give the fans what they want. And did they get a million new subscribers? Maybe. Maybe not. But I, I just oh, – it just infuriates me. So so now so now all these bullies, they, 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 they think they won. They won the war. Like, oh, we won the battle. Let's continue on the fight. Let's move on to the next thing. Now let's restore the the Snyder universe. You know, now we got the cut. Let's get the let's get the rest of it. Let's get the, let, the thing. And it's just like there is no rest of it. There, you know, like he's not doing the Flash movie. He's not doing the you know uh, 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 Cyborg movie. Like other uh, other directors were doing those movies. It wasn't like it was. It's a collaborative group. So it's not like other people were getting it. And I just think that, like, what HBO or not HBO, what Warner Brothers should be doing is basically almost kind of catering them in a way. Because that's what they always do. I mean, they lied to us before. So it's like to spin another lie for them is nothing, you know, kind of thing. And they're they're like, and they're like, they're, they're like, they're like, well, sure, we'll have the Snyder vision, you know, kind of thing. They won't say that Snyder's helming the vision, but this is the idea that we think he was going with, you know, kind of thing, and move on. And they would have made the Cyborg movie and the Flash movie and and did it their way, you know, kind of thing. But it's in the Snyder universe because we'll use the same actors if we have to, you know, kind of thing. Right. Or we'll change it up because, you know, Ray Fisher doesn't want to play ball with Warner Brothers anymore because of what happens. So we have to get a new Cyborg, so we'll get another actor to play you know cyborg and and you know and i mean we've 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 had we've there was talks about what uh uh the actor that was playing the flash in the movies like he was he was on board almost to write the movie and 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 like uh you know being more hands-on involved in the in the movie to get this to get the ball rolling for him you know to get this to, to get that off the ground and Warner Brothers like whoa 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 you know we're going to slow the roll a bit because we don't know where we're going with this yet because, you know, we've gotten right. a lot of controversy now at this point. And that's 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 the long and short of it. It's just like that's I, that's my take is that they, I think that they they wanted they got what they wanted. They they threw out the Snyderverse. Like I said, they didn't care because like it's the thing. We had an article, I think, last week or two weeks ago that the, the executives before it was released didn't really like it. You know, kind of thing. Like some executives didn't like the this Snyderverse because that's the thing. Like that's the thing. That's that was the tip off. It's like, yeah, we don't really care. Like you know, and and you know, it's it's terrible. But you, I we we got you you got you sign up to watch it. You know, and that's what it was. You know, and we both watched right. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I know a lot of people that watched it because they wanted to. So I mean, look, I'm not uh, in full full disclosure. I. Like I said, I go on record. I didn't hate the movie. I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it was very long, kind of pretentious in certain areas. And but you know what? I'm also kind of a glutton for punishment. That a part of me also kind of they just 
released the Justice's Gray version, which is basically the black and white version of the movie, I'm kind of interested in seeing it, it that part as well. Like, I know it's another four hours out of my life that I have to dedicate. I'm not, I don't think I'll be able to do it in one sitting again, only because I don't have the desire to watch a four-hour black and white movie in one sitting. Like, I might just kind of watch it just to see if if there's any kind of difference. Like, again, how you mentioned how Logan's different, I'm, you know, while watching the black and white version. Like, <clears throat> there's this part of me, though, that just feels like releasing the black and white version is just catering to egos. Like, I just... Like, I don't think it was designed to be... It's not catering to egos. It's catering to Zack Snyder's ego. It's certainly. not catering to egos. <clears throat> the reason why the reason why they were releasing the black and white version of this movie is to make more money. Okay. I mean, yes, of course it is. <laughs> there's no there's there's it's it's profit. Like that like when you made that statement about the guy with the profit, I'm like I'm like, yeah, like like you know, like that's all they right. care about. They only care about but, the almighty dollar. They don't care about uh, us. Okay, right now my my debate to that, the other side of that would be like, you know what? I agree. It is about money, but if how much money? Because the people who have signed up to watch Zack Snyder's Justice League paid for their month. If Warner Brothers was really after the money, they would have waited another month before they released the black and white version to at least get a second month out of those Snyder zombies. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they could have, they could have milked it and be like, you know what, we got, you know, we can, you know, what? we could put this out maybe in like June, July. You know, like well, there's a cut out there. Sure. Let and let them talk about that. Rather than the the Snyderverse thing, because you could have gotten away with it. Oh yeah, there's a black white one. We're going to release that soon. We just don't know when, and that would have distracted the the Snyder bots to be like, oh well, we want that now. We want it now. Oh okay, well we'll just we'll put it out in April. Like after your first month has already been paid. Like you know. Yeah, but they the, could have. Yeah, but the thing is, is that they they're they're releasing it. They're releasing it on 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 DVD and Blu-ray. They're making twenty nine ninety five. Versus fifteen on the streaming. Sure, but right now, like I've seen the video, I've seen the the ad of the steel book, you know, with all their hands reaching it to God knows what, you know, like you know, whatever. But it, that version's only being released in Europe. It's not even that's not even the Americanized version of the Blu-ray. I mean, it probably will be because it's you know, we're idiots. Yeah. You know, and again, I'm I'm gonna say like, I know I'm gonna buy it like I know I am because again didn't hate the movie I'm not one of those people that kicked in the door and went see I knew it was gonna be a better movie I, I didn't think it was a better movie I think it fleshed out some other characters didn't you know if if you felt like that you needed that to, for your enjoyment fine I know I didn't need to see a 10 minute slow-mo scene of Barry Allen you know caressing a girl who's about to dye his hair like you know, it came off kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like okay, but whatever. I didn't, you know, find it. Look, here's Jason Momoa taking his shirt off again in slow mo. Yay! Same tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like okay, that's great. You know, okay, we got to see a better version of Wonder Woman fighting and kicking ass and killing people. You know, throwing that dude into the wall. Look, blood splatter behind him. Oh shit! She killed him. <laughs> okay, great, awesome. Like, but I just, I, I still, it, it to me, it just 
it's the toxic fandom and, and let's face it I mean, we are we are part of the problem too we have to admit that because you know, we had star wars we have you know we were just bitching about bugs bunny and lola bunny and peppy Le Pew, like that we don't really get to keep those gates we shouldn't have to but we do because somehow we find ourselves offended by our ego gets bruised in some way shape or form you know and we have to kind of be more mindful about like is what you're saying going to really matter first of all and two why should it matter it's your opinion you're entitled to it but i don't like the people who wanted this letter cut i first of all they said it never existed but that's always a lie there's always existed but i felt like them crying we want it we want it we want it and then you get it it's like okay now you got it now you're not happy you're not even happy with that you can't be satisfied like because we cater to your egos and we cater to your need to see this movie fine now granted we did it for our own profit as well so we are perpetuating that that toxicity in a way but we're going to make money out of it so we don't care about it what we're going to care about is now is now we're just going to like we've used you we're now going to toss you away and there's nothing you can do about it you can cry on the internet all you want but we're not going to give him a budget to do new movies because you know why we don't want to <laughs> we're done right you know, there was a profitable reason for doing it. Now, you can sit there and go, well, those movies will make money. You're Maybe they will, maybe they won't. But you know what it didn't do? It didn't make, Man of Steel didn't make the money that, that, that they were hoping for. Batman v Superman didn't make the money that they were hoping for. Justice League, you, if you want to imply that, totally didn't make the money that it that said it was going to make. Batman v Superman broke even. Mm-hmm. That's before Justice League. So they're not getting any good returns on their investments despite what people are crying about. I want this, I want that. Okay, well, that's great. You know what? Shut up and put your money where your mouth is at. Right. You know, do a Kickstarter campaign. Do that. Right, get the billions you know, of dollars or millions of dollars it needs, you know, to, to, to do it. You know, and then, and then maybe they'll <clears throat> kick in the rest or whatever. But you, you're not right. going to give them, like, $20,000 and go, make make Justice League 2, you know. Like. Right, you know, like, one of the best campaigns I remember seeing was, remember they, the Veronica Mars movie? Mm-hmm. That started off as a kick, Kickstarter campaign. And what it was done is Warner Brothers, I think it was Warner Brothers, or, or there, was a, there was an agreement that's saying, hey, if you can hit this goal, we'll match it, and then you can make your movie. And the people who were Veronica Mars fans rallied together, got $2 million in the fastest time possible for a Kickstarter campaign. It broke shattered records. And it did basically, it showed that there was not only a fan base, but they were willing to put their money where their mouth was. And that they were, you know, they got the movie out. And the movie's fine. Works great. I think, you know, it spinned off into a Hulu TV show. show. Mm -hmm. So I kind of feel like, well, then... You fans of Zack Snyder's Snyder Cut who want this universe to be rebuilt, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, but Start the thing is, I don't think they can rebuild it. I mean, that's I think I think I mean I think Warner well, Brothers has a, a problem. You know, they, they like, want they want the like the second half or the third half, or they want Zack Snyder because he's because the problem when you when you cater to someone's ego the way you cater to a director's ego or an actor's ego is that you're they're going to do whatever they can and say whatever they can to keep their to keep they want their dick in your mouth all the time mm-hmm. 
So basically, they'll say yes to whatever it is that someone says just so that you can still talk about them to keep them relevant. Like they source someone posted, you know, an image that after it tweeted, Zach Center, of course, posts like, wow, that's amazing. Like, so he's going to cater to that because he's going to think that that it, it makes him look great. You know, it doesn't I don't think it humbles him in any way, shape or form. In fact, it's going to make him more pretentious it's it's going to be he's someone somewhere is going to be like okay well are you going to give him the money to do that are you going to let him make part two you know is it in our best interest because you know that they're having that meeting you know well, that there's somebody is let's say they're, they're, that's the same it's it's a money logistics game because now 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 you have to like now like now because of this Zack snyder can write his own check basically and go like this is what i want you know kind of thing and they'd have to give it to him because they'd be afraid the fans would you know if anything, if anything didn't go the way they wanted to, they would be they would be bad pressing it all the way, and then you go well. Then and on top of that, now you have to get all those actors. So now you have to get Cavill and you have to get Affleck, and Affleck's not doing it because he's out. He's right. not doing the Batman movie. So you're going, uh, you okay? You have to bring him in, and then of course Warner Brothers is, was worried about having too many actors playing the same character. Through the through these you know different iterations, right. so that's going to be a problem for them. So it's like you're going to have to either uh, take accept uh, what's his name for the new Batman movie. Uh, right, is, is Pattinson going to be part of this new right. Zack Snyder cut, or are you going to stick with? And then are you going to have to like? I, I still think that with the Flash movie, is they're going to try to right their ship, their sinking ship, or their shipped at least by going okay we're going to create a multiverse and then everything that we saw up until this point the Keaton's Batman, Clooney's Batman all those other iterations of Batman all those other iterations of Superman and Wonder Woman, any kind of Flash thing they're all in this multiverse they all become legitimized and we all become one big shared universe therefore now shut up everybody <laughs> so that way we can actually you know, maybe one day do a Batman movie with Keaton or maybe with Pattison, maybe at the, both at the same time. Why? Because we, we've already established that they both exist in the same time and space. But they won't, because there's going to be somebody out there who's going to be like, "Well, I don't want to see. That's too much. Too much Batman. I can't. Why don't they just get that Pattison to be in that role? Why can't they get Clooney to be come back? Why can't they get Val Kilmer? Like, why don't we get a whole new guy? Because I, I don't think Pattison's going to be a good Batman. You know, maybe we should get this guy. Like, it just becomes... Right. I can say, there's just there's too many problems. And that's the thing. Like, like, like even Ray Fisher now. Like, I mean, I'm sure he he'll he can write his own check if, if they had to bring Cyborg back. You know, bring him back. Because it's like... I, yeah, but I mean, yeah, you're right. Because everyone now is like sitting there going, oh, well, you know, he was so important to this movie. You know what? Yeah, he kind of was, but he also kind of wasn't. In my opinion, you could have written... You know, it, take what it is. But the problem is that he shot himself in the foot. He did, you know? and, I, and I'm, I'm, you know, but I'm just saying, like, like it's just like you know, now, like, like how far are you going to cater this? Like, how, how far, how far of fan service well, are you going to give? Like, that's well, the, that that goes back to the whole thing of the reason why I bring it, bringing this article up is is the idea of like you give somebody an inch, they take a mile. Like you got this fan base here is like you know that clamored and said like we want this, we want this, we want this. And then it's not like, like where do you where does that stop? Like you you fed the you fed the beast, and you have either have to like as a company you go shit you. You kind of have to reap what you're selling away because, at first you said it didn't exist when it did you know or at least, it didn't exist because you still needed to put get seventy million dollars worth of fix 
cuts into it. So you dipped 70 million bucks into it. You know, so fine, that's awesome, great. You know, you get it because people were clamoring for it or bitching about it or felt like it was going to make some sort of balance. But then you have that toxic fan base snell clamor and going we want more some people like it's unfortunate that the loudest voice is the one that's getting fed you know because or will it because now what's going to happen now is that they're going to be like you know what we're done because like now everyone's coming after her the the ceo like oh well she don't like you're going to get the death threats you're going to get the review bombs you're going to it's you're going to get those toxic people who think they have some sort of right like you don't own DC you don't own those characters but so for some reason you feel like you do again going back to you know Luke Skywalker Bugs Bunny the whole gang like anybody weirdly enough like it just seems to be like Mickey Mouse they could do something different with Mickey Mouse and someone would be completely pissed off at that because they somehow feel that their life is now going to be changed forever because you changed something today it's now going to affect me when I was seven you know it's like we saw with Luke Skywalker in Last Jedi people were so mad so angry that they did Luke dirty like that somewhere I wasn't I didn't care you know uh, that I was the least it was like, I, I, I could see why you know um but then there's people out there who think, well, they did Zach dirty, so give him a chance to atone or give him a chance to, to put his vision out there. And it's okay, we did that. Shouldn't that be enough? Well, no, I want more. Well, why? Well, because I deserve it. Well, who says you deserve it? Like, why do you don't... You, you can't always get what you want. Right. <laughs> like, you know... There's, there's a un- lo- load of disappointments. Get used to it, because it's going right. to... It's not going to end there. It's just going to keep going and going and going. And it's just like... And eventually, something will right the ship again, and you're going, oh, okay, I like this. You know, and then you're you're back to where you were. And you just got to just deal with it. I mean, there's 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 a lot of disappointments that I see that I... I'm not, and I'm, but I'm like, I'm not going to start a campaign. I just like, yeah, I just didn't like that. You know, and just that's my opinion. You know, I'm like... And whether or not, like, it's important enough to, you know, that's that's just up to me, not to anybody else. Like, I, I you know, it's like, I, I really don't, like, if, if you did, if you liked it or if you didn't like it, we'll, we'll have a discussion about it, talk about it, and, you know, and, and tell me why. Tell me tell me why you liked it or why, tell me why you didn't like it, you know. And, and, and then we'll go back and forth because it's like, it's just, I've had poignant conversations. I also had, like, conversations going, people going, I didn't like it. Why? They can't give me a reason why, and it's just like, well, because the internet's telling you you don't like it, right? That's the reason why, right? Like you're just you're just following the herd. It's like, uh, okay, like you you enjoy that, you know, like just you know continue on, you know. It's like you know you're entitled to your opinion. Don't get me wrong, but you don't really have one, so I don't know what to tell you. Right when your opinion is because everyone told me so, then okay, here's a you're a sheep. Yeah, you know. That you like? Have you seen the movie? No, I haven't. Like, I've seen like I've seen people post like oh, I watched it. I don't. I don't think some people that I know have seen it, and they're just like, yeah, I thought it was okay. Like, I didn't think I don't see what the big deal was. I thought it was really long. You know, it was like my friend Karen, who is the actress. She posted a really nice analogy. She's like, imagine having a hamburger and you eat that hamburger and you enjoy that hamburger, but then you hear that there's a 
better hamburger that should have been made. And you wait three years for that burger to get made. And finally, that burger is there, but you have to eat through a pound of lettuce, a bunch of pickles, bread, and all the all the fillings to get to that meat, and the meat still tastes the same. You know, I was like, oh, it's kind of it's kind of good. I get what you're saying there. Like, you know, it's just there's just too much there for mm-hmm. you to actually be able to enjoy the movie itself. You know, because ultimately it's still kind of the same movie. You just threw a bunch of extra shit into it to kind of like zhuzh it up a little bit or to flesh out characters. <laughs> it's the second time I zhuzh it up this week. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, you didn't, like I said, you don't need that Barry Allen scene. You don't. You don't need some of the, you don't need the, the cyborg scene where he's back playing football. You don't. You know, you could trim those, but you know what? They're called character builders. That's called that's called that's called those are called negotiation points where they go, Well, we need to get this under two hours. We can get to these two and a half hours. What are you gonna cut? Well, I can cut this and I can cut that. You know, I'll cut this as long as I get to keep this. You know, they're they're negotiation tactics. Right. You film it and you you know, you could put it in as deleted scenes, like or as an extended cut. But ultimately Nothing in those scenes propels the movie, which is the important thing. Cyborg himself doesn't really push the plot along. He's the MacGuffin that helps propel the plot a little bit mm-hmm. because he's tied to the mother box. Right. If he wasn't tied to the mother box, does is he really needed as a character? No. You know, so that's you know, so he's a MacGuffin. I think you know, it still mm-hmm. pushes the char- It pushes the plot through. He's 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 the. And now again, I'm sure somebody there's probably a film so like no, no, he's not. He's very important. Cyborg fans think he's important, right? But as far as the story goes, and the chase and the things like that, like okay, yeah, sure, it's great that he is learning from the mother box to get his powers and stuff. Where in the Joss Whedon version, he wakes up and looks like he can fly. You know what? If he's infected by some way, sure. But you know, it's like. Like I said, I just feel like the, the movie itself, while good, could have been shortened. But I didn't cry for that cut. I didn't you, think that I was. I didn't think I was owned it. You, you know. You know what I cried for? That family what? that the Flash saves in the in the Josh Whedon cut got cut from the Snyder cut. I mean, yeah, but you know what? I'm okay with that cut. You know why? Because I don't know why that family that family was there in the first place. Unless that was to build up the joke of Superman carrying the whole apartment building. Like, I don't... Where was that? Like, yeah, <laughs> like that, whole Russian, that whole Russian family, I don't... That whole... That subplot made no sense to me. Like, why, why are we keep going back to those people unless it's to set up the, you know, unless it's to save the whole, like, you know, build up Flash's ability to be a hero, you know, save one person and then go from there. But you they know, got cut from the film. I mean, like, like how horrible! Like, well, they were those poor that, actors. That's, that's, where's that's their clearly, Where's their hashtag? Uh, well, clearly that was part of the the Joss Whedon cut. That's the part that he rewrote wrote to try to fill out a to flesh out a a, a movie. And again, they didn't need to be. They didn't even need to be part of that movie. <laughs> like they got a paycheck to be a to be a subplot that didn't even need to be there in the first place, you know. So I, I you know, fuck that family. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Where's their hashtag? That's my question. I'm still you know going. What? They get the residual checks every time it's on TV. <laughs> that's for, that's for, that's justice for that Russian family. <laughs> they didn't even have any. Think they even had a name, you know? Justice for them. That's it. <laughs> hashtag justice for them. I'm gonna I start just, a campaign now. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, I just, it's, it's, I just, it's just a shame that we, the, and again, but I also asked for this. I'm like, okay, now the movie's out, it's done, it's over. What's the next argument? The next argument's going to be these people thinking that they, that they can demand that they're going to dictate how a business should run based upon their likability of a character on a movie. Now, look, you got lucky with Sonic the Hedgehog. I think everyone in the world went, that ain't Sonic, you need to change him. And they went, shit, we better change there. No one's going to go see our movie. You know, the Snyder Cut was basically like, hey, we know this exists, let's see it. And Warner Brothers could have been like, fuck you, you got, we got your money already. You know mm-hmm. what, fine, we'll do this just to shut you the hell up. Because we're all tired of hearing it. And we can make some money in the profits. But after that, you're done. You know, that's it. You're cut off. <laughs> and these people are like, no, I want more. And you're not getting any more. Sorry, you got you got what you got. Be happy with it, and just be happy that it exists in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, because none of you, we could have made the decision to never have brought it to the light, to the light of day anyway. You should be thanking us. Instead, you're biting the hand that feeds you by saying that now you want more. Well, now you're going to want us to have to hire these people again. You know, for a two movie deal maybe even a second movie deal, get Zack Snyder, get everybody back, if they want to or not, now they're going to want to renegotiate their contracts because now they had a contract for X amount of picture deals and that uh, that all went to shit at the end. And then what guarantee we're going to pump in at least a half a a billion dollars to make this movie that we're not even sure if we're going to make back because a bunch of people, because a bunch of hashtag hashtag activists are, are... trying to get something made fucking mm. make it yourself <laughs> you know here's you, you know what here's I'm gonna put that to put this out in the universe sometimes the best art comes from within let's see the fan film let's see those people go you know what I can't get Ben Affleck but you know who I can get I can get my friend Steve he's kind of a bodybuilder maybe I can put him in a bad suit maybe I can film the scenes that I want to see in this movie and make them fan films because there's a fan film that, that just came out, a Batman fan film, kind of like a uh, Die Another Day, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen yet, but I heard it's really, really good. You know, fucking get that guy. You know, <laughs> do your own, make your own movies. There you go. That's 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 what it comes down to. It's like if you're not happy with the movies that you're not see, that you're that you're not seeing on the big screen, make them yourself. You know, I. Be creative in your own right. Don't just don't rest on your laurels. Just being like, "Well, I want you to do this for me." Be proactive and make it yourself. There you go. You know, it's the best way, you know. And who knows that pro? You could be the next Spielberg. You could be the next Zack Snyder. You could be the next James Gunn. They all got their start somewhere. That's you right. Know, and by admiring somebody else. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You know, Some people so, have gotten stir shot because of that, you know, could you know gotten the thing based off of a fan film or a, you know a kind sure. of. JJ Abrams has made a career of making fan films. 
I'm not saying I hate them. I'm just saying, let's face it. I mean, he's made, he's rebooted pretty much his whole entire childhood. (laughs) (laughs) He got to play with the toys professionally. I was like, okay, I'm going to make the stories that I wanted to make as a kid. You know? There you go. So even even you could do it out there. And whoever's listening to Geeksters, there's probably a you know a Snyder a Snyder bot, Snyder zombie sitting there being really mad at us right now. And I'm just like, well, fuck you, go make it yourself then. Mm-hmm. You know? Become rich and famous despite us. <laughs> <laughs> just just make a horrible comment about us in the future. That's all. Just all I'm saying is that when you're accepting your Oscar for Best Picture for whatever, you go, you know what? I never would have been in this business if it wasn't for these two assholes on a podcast that I listened to one time 10 years ago that told me that they didn't give a shit about my opinion and that if they, if I cared enough about it, I should make my own movies. So I said, fuck them, and I did, and now I'm here where I'm at. Fuck you, whoever. I don't remember who you guys are. <laughs> Remember it was Geeksters. <laughs> I mean, just just tell us just just give us just shout out our name. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You can sit there on your piles of millions and millions of dollars and just hanging out with superstars and models and movie stars and we'll just be sitting here being grumpy. Just going, Oh, you know what I saw that movie? Fuck it, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not my Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Because <laughs> in my head, the guy rebooted Pee Wee Herman. The one thing he liked, and he wanted to just do you know, <laughs> whole new guy doing it. Sylvester Stallone is Pee Wee Herman. You, <laughs> <laughs> I know you are, but who am I? <laughs> I'm a learner, Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a rebel. You know, da, 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 da. Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all I got, Ed. You know. <laughs> all right, thanks for listening, everybody. If you haven't already listen, if you haven't already done it, do it now. Go to Facebook, Geeksters Radio. Give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Or if you want to contact Ed on anything you might have seen or heard on the show, or you want to give us your opinion on something, if we're interested, maybe we'll bring it up to the show. Uh, be contact Ed. Excuse me, at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.